friends, and welcome to a recap of Red, White, and Royal Blue. I forgot we were and recording this something. <laughs> I know, we started recording, but then we also started talking, and we didn't realize we were recording, so, Oops. yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's Red, White, and Royal Blue Day! Yes, it is. Yay. Exciting. I've been waiting for this movie for two years. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, yeah, you've been waiting for this for a while, obviously. Uh-huh. Like, for those of you who don't know, I have never read the book. Emma, like, mm. loves the book. I so, like, know. you're getting two different perspectives from someone who hasn't seen them, read the book and someone who has. So you kind of get the, you get a little bit of both in this. Exactly. I love the book. The book is amazing. Um, I highly suggest y'all read it because it's just perfect. Um... <laughs> Anyway, what were your thoughts as a non-book reader? I really enjoyed it. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. I think it was good. It was very entertaining. I was very, like, in it the whole time. Like, there weren't really times mm-hmm. of, like, kind of, like, zoning out. I was, like, very yeah. focused in it. I mean, okay, there were some stuff when they were talking, like, you know, politics and stuff. I kind of, like, zoned out for that. But, like, mm. I, I'm just not a politics person, so that's why. Neither But, like, like I, I followed the story enough where I was, like, in it. And, yeah, I had a great time with it. I was fun. I like Good. it. Yeah, I'm curious to hear your thoughts, because I know when they kept announcing things for the movie. Oh, I should have shut my fan off. Fuck. Okay, hang on. I'm going to do that in a sec. But, um, because <laughs> um, I know when they were kept announcing stuff, you were either, like, super excited for it or, like, a, li- a little skeptical about it. So, like, I'm curious yeah. to hear your thoughts about it. Well, like, from, like, the, like, just overall overarching feeling that I got was it was, like, really good for what it was. Like, I really liked it, and I think as a standalone movie, if I don't look at it in the lens of, oh, this was my favorite book first, then I think it's perfect. Okay. But if I look at it through the lens of, I loved the book, I think the movie lost a little bit of the charm that the book had. But mm-hmm. that's only because there's a the director... Uh, for the movie, he said that as like stuff was coming out about it, he said he wanted to purely focus on Alex and Henry's love story. And that meant, you know, cutting a lot of things that didn't have anything to do with it or things like that. But I feel like it's it still made it lose a little bit of the charm. It made the characters lose a little bit of the little bit of depth. But I think if you look at it in terms of like just the movie and don't look at the book, I think it's good. But with the book, I would say it's good, but I feel like it could have been fleshed out a little more. But then again, you only have so much time for a movie. So I think overall, I think I have good feelings towards it. And I've watched it twice now. Um, I'll watch it again, knowing me. And I still really did like it. Um, yeah. Some of the changes they made, I was like, oh, why? Um, but Ooh. I liked it. I liked it. We'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to one of the... Actually, I could probably mention this now, but... Remember how I was like, I needed my favorite quote to be in the movie? Was it not in the movie? It was, but they changed it. <laughs> and it okay. no longer was my favorite quote. It was like, they put it in there, but then they didn't. It was weird. So we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it. But Okay. I was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> I was about to quote it word for word. And then he just like dropped off. I was oh. like, wait. Wait. <laughs> okay. So... We will get there when we get there. <laughs> I was going to tell everyone before we start, just uh, at the end of, or towards the end of this reaction, um, or towards the end of this like podcast, 
Um, if we're still doing it by six o'clock, I will be either freaking out or, you know what? There is no kind. I'll be freaking out over the fact that I'm totally, totally, totally meeting ATs next week. Um, once the announcement of winners pops up on my screen. So if we're still doing this by then, you'll hear about it in this podcast. If not, you'll hear about it on Sunday. (laughs) Honestly, I'm I'm kind of hoping we keep extending it until then because I kind of want to like see your reaction like live. Don't you worry, we will keep it going. Yeah, I'll I'll keep saying random things just to keep us going. But um, yeah, and also my own disclaimer is that I might be eating during this because during my reaction, which I literally just did like like twenty minutes ago, maybe um, I was drinking a little bit, and now I need to eat because I hadn't really eaten much today. So (laughs) I will be doing that. So there we go. I will hopefully try to edit out all the gross food noises I make. And yeah, so I have my little San photo card next to my laptop screen. So, oh. <laughs> so we're manifesting <laughs> over here. Nice. <laughs> if you guys have not been following along on my Instagram for the last mm. week, <laughs> manifesting over here. Anyway, so red, white, and royal blue. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about this. Two years. Wow. <laughs> I can't believe I was this close to not being able to record my reaction. I just said fuck it and did it on my phone. <laughs> Stupid camera. <laughs> I was all excited to record with it too. <laughs> yeah, I know. There was some camera mishaps that. Camera mishaps. It was not good, so. Yeah. But I recorded it on my phone, so it's still coming out. It's just low quality. <laughs> yeah. Lower than the camera quality. I'm not saying yeah, it's I my phone. I mine, which I probably should have done before this. With having other computer issues that won't stop me from doing it. Because I was hoping I could just have like edit my full reaction and then like have it like process and render in the background of this. But yeah, because ah, it's long. Like, yeah, fucking two hours, and then like when Eclipse didn't load, so I had to like restart my computer and redo it, and like then when I just got everything up, it was time to record. So I was like, okay, well, fuck it. Well, I'm yeah, there. exactly. Well. Yeah. So, our movie begins at the royal wedding of Prince Philip and Lady Martha. Um, in the book, does not begin there. Um, begins with him talking with his sister, but I understand why that's not in here because she's not in here. So, <laughs> Wait, what? I thought his sister was the girl. No, no, that's Nora. That's his um best friend and the. Vice president's apparently in this granddaughter. In the book, it's it's his it's uh the vice president's daughter. She's a granddaughter in this one. Um, in the book, they've dated a few times, or no, they dated one the once. They said just to get it over, the inevitable over with. Um, and she's also bisexual in the book, but it's not really mentioned at all in the movie, mm-hmm. which is a little sad. But that's okay. Apparently, it, that's as I said that the reason why it's not in the movie is most likely because they're focusing specifically on Alex and Henry's relationship. So mm-hmm. all the other characters don't really have much fleshed outness to them. So I feel like the movie's more understandable if you've read the book. It depends, I guess, from your viewpoint. But I do really like it still. Um. Anyway, so it starts with him talking to his sister and her going, "Didn't you? Did you forget that the royal wedding is?" tomorrow like we're flying out for it and he's like oh shit do i still have to go to that and she's like yeah obviously so now we are at the royal wedding 
or we're going to the royal wedding uh with nora and alex in the car and he's like he seems self-conscious about it too he's like what if i pick up the wrong fork and everyone like looks at me and i'm like oh i do i feel like it wasn't this way in the book but it's kind of sweet i like it (laughs) in the book he's just like oh (laughs) yeah i feel like alex was very like i don't think he really likes the like professional royal vibe but he also Mm -hmm. tries to fit in because he knows he's like representing like his family and like all that stuff so it's like he's also trying to as well while he doesn't like it at first like he fits in but like yeah so that's (laughs) what i got from that like little scene and they yeah definitely he wants to at first and then obviously something spiral out of control later but that's later um so everyone's like saying hi to each other they have the whole lineup of people meeting the royal family. It's the the whole thing. Royalty thing. <laughs> UK, man. Um, we're, we kind of get a little more inside of just how he feels about Henry. Not just, oh, I don't like being compared to him. Like he said in the car. He is just like, oh, he's the worst kind of rich white boy. He's so privileged. He's so... Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I didn't realize was that they actually met before, and, like, they did. we find out later in the closet, like, the bad first interaction is why he really doesn't like him, Correct. but I didn't realize that till because I thought they, he just, like, was like, oh, he's a prince, he's snooty, and, like, a pet and all that, mm. which is kind of what it was, but also knowing that they hadn't met once before, yeah. and, like, learning all that was, like, oh, okay, his, like, his hatred for him was kind of justified a little bit, like, there was a reason, yeah. it's not just, like, oh, he's a prince. Yeah, like that's that whole thing started it. They it was at the I think Melbourne conference, but in the book it was like one of the Olympic diving meets or something like that. So I was like, oh, not the Olympics. Um, I just kept pointing out like differences in the movie when I was watching it. Um, uh, him and Henry have like a cold shoulder interaction at that lineup, which is because they don't like each other. So Alex starts drinking a lot. Yep. Quite a lot. Um, he he gets he gets a bit tipsy, a bit drunk, and heads on over to Henry to chat to chat with him, but like to more to you know patronize him <laughs> to to be a little shit. That's his yeah. thing. <laughs> and fun fact: mm. this was the point where I decided to pause the movie and literally go down and get drinks and start drinking. While okay, because I was like, oh, that's fun. Why don't I do that? And I did. So let's have some drinks. <laughs> that, that was the moment when. We also, in this moment, start to see that Alex just keeps leaning on the table and the cake keeps going like, ooh. Oh my god, that cake wobbled so much. I was like, oh, geez, it wobbled. It's, to be fair, this is a tall cake. It's a mm. safety hazard cake. Who has a cake this tall? <laughs> mm. Bruh. That's you want the cake to fall kind of cake. <laughs> Honestly, I said this in my reaction, a cake falling on you wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. True. However, it like, is a $75,000 cake. <laughs> I mean, even the... Honestly, even better. Like, I mean... <laughs> I mean, if it's not your fault, like, is there really... Like, I mean, the cake must be good to $75,000. Like, it must be great. Honestly, when he pulled his hand away, he pulls his hand away um, from putting his drink down and a bunch of the frosting comes with it. Mm-hmm. And it looks like good fucking. Fr- it looks very smooth. Like yeah, he got smooth ass frosting on his fingers, and I'm pretty sure that's because 
in filming, they don't use actual frosting. It's probably like shaving cream, and that's why it looks so smooth. Because shaving cream looks hella smooth. <laughs> I was gonna say, thinking about it, it did kind of look like shaving cream a little bit. It looks like shaving cream, but like, damn, it looks good. <laughs> mm. I would fucking eat that. To be honest with you, if a cake if a cake like that fell on me, I would eat it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. Yeah. So. So, they're obviously snippy towards each other because of their entire tete-a-tete that's been going on over the years. And Henry turns to walk away and Alex slaps his hand on his shoulder to be like, don't go. But he's forgotten that there is frosting on his shoulder. And what makes this funnier is, like, he starts to try and wipe it off with the same hand with frosting on it. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I mean, you can clearly tell, again, he's drunk at that point because he's, like, being stupid. He's like, oh, I probably shouldn't be doing this, but still doesn't. He looks genuinely sorry. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And he starts wiping it off, but it's the same man with frosting on it. So it's just getting spread everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not helping. And Philip starts to notice Henry's brother. And he's just like, oh, God, can someone get them out of here? And it's not quick enough because they crash into the table with the cake on it. And it comes a tumbling down right mm-hmm. on top of them. And... <laughs> it's a mess. It's just a mess. It's a full mess. What? What's to say? Covered in frosting and batter and all that fun stuff. Yeah. I was gonna say this slightly the same in the book, slightly different, but only because it's like different by a few seconds. Like Alex is like, I'm so sorry for like Isaac. He just like grabs and pulls him back, and they go right into it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is basically the same thing, but like, it's just like I like the art style, by the way, of the intro here. I didn't know we were gonna get a little intro, and I like it. Yeah. It's all red, white, and blue, which is, you know, perfect for this movie because it's all red, white, and blue. <laughs> now we are with Alex. Stop talking. For the love of God. We're with Alex talking to his mom, the president yeah. of the United States, Uma Thurman, who's got her southern accent. Um, yeah. She's from Texas. Yeah, I didn't realize that till like the movie, until like halfway through the movie when like someone really? said like, "Oh, your homestead." I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That's a good point. They actually don't really talk about it as much at the beginning of the movie, so you don't really realize till halfway through. But in the book, they talk about it quite heavily that this is like Texas created this person, like so it should be possible for this to happen, kind of thing. Like it's a very big storyline. Yeah. Now, obviously, Mom is not happy that um, Alex pretty much destroyed the royal wedding cake. Um, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> she mentions that she also has an urge to throw him into a cake, <laughs> as Henry did. And they concoct a little plan, because this is honestly ruining all kind of trade talks between the U.S. and U.K., and it's yeah. kind of Alex's fault. Um it is fully Alex's fault. It's not even Henry's fault. Alex got drunk. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying to think. But yeah, I, I will say I do think it was Alex's fault. I think. Yeah. I feel like Henry was just like there, and like yeah. Just, I mean, the cake fell on him too. Could be the right there. It fell on him too, but Alex was the drunk one, and <laughs> he's the one who started to mess with the cake a little bit. It was start. It started toppling before Henry even noticed. So. Because Alex kept bumping into it, so totally his fault. Yeah. But so I think our current path of like redemption here is 
fully, fully on Alex. So let's let's. Uh, why can't I talk today? <laughs> I didn't drink. <laughs> it is one of those days. It's just one of those days. You know, it happens. Christ. Okay. I'd also like to point out that I love this little moment between Alex and his mom when he says, Mom, I'm really sorry. Like, he genuinely means it. And she's like, I know you are. I, I know you are. And it's like a nice sweet moment between the two. And it kind of shows you, like, the inner workings of their relationship. Because I love their relationship in the book as well. Yeah. I She was one of the people I was most worried about at the beginning, but ended up being relieved by the end. Yeah. Like, I, I was very worried about her a lot. Because it, it seems like for... A, a lot of the first half of the sh- movie, it does seem like she's very, like, just about politics and, like, winning the next election. Like, that seemed mm-hmm. to be her, like, main focus, but we do see later on that it's not, and, like, I'm like, okay, good. Yeah. So. She really loves good. her son. She does love her son very much. <laughs> I just love the straight contrast of, like, this nice moment, and then Zara just smacking him in the face with a pillow, being like, you fucking idiot. I love her. I love her. I love her so much. Zara I is love the- her best zara is the best in the book and she's the best in the movie <laughs> she is she's so good she's so funny i, oh, I fucking love zara it, it, her whole personality in both is just why the f- it should not be my job to take care of you like this look i have to undo yeah. all the damage i'm so done spending time with you it's taking years off my life it's so funny <laughs> so they come up with a plan he's gonna go to the uk and him and Prince Henry are going to do some news uh, interviews explaining it was a complete accident. And they've actually been friends for years. There's no rivalry ever. There's never been a rivalry. Yeah, no, it's fine. And Alex is like, what? <laughs> How the hell am I supposed to do that? And he gets a fact sheet on Prince Henry. And she I love the first thing he says. Is, he is not six foot two. Like, he's very stuck on the fact that he is his height. <laughs> Yeah, okay, what? I was waiting, did that ever come back where we find his actual no. height? Because I, I was waiting for that and it never happened. After he I kind of like wish like it did. I wish it did. Because that was like a really funny ongoing joke at the beginning of the movie. And I was really hoping it would come back around where we'd find out his actual height. But we didn't. Maybe he is six foot two. And we just didn't Maybe, hear it. Yeah. <laughs> but we also find out that Henry has also gotten a fact sheet on Alex. And this is a quote from the book that I also love, and I'm happy it was in the movie, where she says, and just to let you know, making it was the single most depressing day of my career. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love that quote so much. All right. So we have this plan. We are now on our way to the UK. We also get to meet Amy. Amy's a Secret Service agent. (laughs) Yeah, she was fun. I like her. I love Amy. Uh, she was in the book as well, but she only really had, like, maybe two lines. Um, so it's really fun to see her, like, more fleshed out in this. And we Not necessarily fleshed out, but, like, that she gets more lines. We get to see more of her personality. The only yeah. line I remember from her in the book specifically was, where's the threat? <laughs> and it's in the movie. So. Yeah. But I really like the scene between her and Alex where they're flying over to the UK. And she's just, uh, he's just like who names their dog David? She's like, my, my dog's name is Jonathan. And he's just like, and I always tell you that's weird. She's like, but he's cute. And then he's like, yeah. Guys, you want to see pictures? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that was so cute. cute. I like that scene. I love that moment. It's so adorable. So we arrive in the UK. We meet Sean, who is um, his, 
equerry. I wish I knew that word better. What's annoying is like in the audiobook they pronounced it equerry, but mm. I think in the movie it's like equerry or something like that. So I was like, which one is it? I don't know how to pronounce it now. So his anyway, his right hand basically uh, the person who like does everything for Henry that needs to be done. If Henry needs something yeah. done, Sean will do it. Uh, I really like Sean. I like him in the book as well. Yeah. And we see Henry coming in in a car. In the book, he rides in on a horse like the prince he is. <laughs> and Alex's, Alex's whole reaction is just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> when he sees him riding in on a horse. But, like, not a drop of sweat on him. But he arrives and... They have to take pictures and everything like that. It's just be like, no, they're totally friends. And I did see like yes. a fake. I saw like a fake. I think the red, white, and blue, royal blue on Prime um, Instagram made this, but I'm not entirely sure. Uh, like a fake Instagram post being like, oh, the prince is welcoming Alex to his house or something like that. And everyone in the oh, comments really? was like, yeah, everyone in the comments was like, oh, that's cool the fuck like uh so one of them said every anyone get a bit of a gay vibe and then then another one was just like are you sure they're friends because they look like they want to kill each other (laughs) that's fun i was a real like that i love that they did that or at least whoever did that did that because it was cute and apparently alex is wearing lifts in his shoes which is something that henry notices which was in the trailer but i want to point out that if he is that's pretty fucking funny the fact that he thinks so much about prince henry's height that he's like i gotta wear lifts i gotta be tall oh my i I know he was taller than him in that moment and then he was like calls him out and then i'm like ah yes yes, yes." he was taller than him in that moment so we go to the interviews Henry's getting all dolled up for the camera. Alex is like, can I get a little bit of the makeup? And Sean's like, no, 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 you're fine. <laughs> yeah, they won't give him anything. Nothing. He's like, no, you've already done enough. Thank you. <laughs> so it's very awkward during the interviews, obviously, because they are not actually friends. And they haven't known each other for a long time. This is all fake. So they're trying so hard to make it seem real. And they're kind of making up lies about each other and also not lies. I love Alex's moment of like, oh, three words to describe Henry. White. <laughs> white, blonde, blonde, and British. White, blonde, and British. I was like, oh my god. This is, Wait, so- I mean, honestly. It's fair. Like, fair? Yeah, like, I mean, that was smart because it's like, I mean, he's just saying facts. Like, I mean, he, you can't deny exactly. any of those things he said. It's all correct. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I love Henry just pops right on back with, oh, I just love his willingness to admit that he's, well, you know, whenever he's wrong. And it's like, it's just wonderful. Wonderful trait to have. Thank you so much. Like, <laughs> they obviously want to strangle each other during these interviews. It's really oh, funny yeah. trying to watch them, watch them, like, trying to get around that. <laughs> yeah. So, we get on to what the fuck happened with the cake. And he's like, oh, what do you mean? We have food fights in the palace all the time. Like, Queen Victoria had food fights in the palace. And Alex calls her Vicky. And I was like, Alex. <laughs> stop. I laughed. I was like, oh, jeez. This guy. Alex, please stop. Um, so, we move on to the hospital scene. Where they visit. One of their press tour things is to visit the children's hospital together. Yes. And I love this scene in the book. because. 
this like they kind of go around a little bit in the book but they spend time in this one specific room that um you kind of see a little bit of later on in in this like scene you see henry talking to a little girl in the book he starts talking to her because he sees that she has this little like rebel insignia from star wars on on her headscarf and he's like, hey, Rebel Commander, huh? And she's like, yeah, you like Star Wars? And he's like, oh, yes, I love cool. Star Wars. And uh, it, it's like a little moment where Alex is like, he likes Star Wars? That wasn't on the fact sheet. And it starts to change his opinion of him a little bit because he realizes, oh, there's actually quite a bit of things I don't know about him and that aren't just available on a fact sheet that was sent over yeah. to me. So I love that little moment. It's It's really cute. And um, she starts, to, she she says to him, she's she's like, Miss Nurse, me and Henry were just talking about Star Wars. And she's like, where are your manners? Like, that's the prince. You have to call him your highness. And she's just like, she's like, oh, sorry. And he's like, no, 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 no worries. Rebel commanders outrank royalty. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really a cute moment. And Alex, it makes Alex go, huh, how about that? So I, I. I missed that moment a little bit, but I do understand there's obviously five billion things you have to cut to fit into a movie, but that's a very yeah. cute moment from the book that I do miss. And then we hear some loud popping and we think, ooh, it's guns. Oh no. Yeah, I thought we were gone. I'll be honest. I thought, thought we were gone. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Um, So they're shoved into a closet and this is actually one of the first uh, behind the scenes photos to come out about the movie. The first photo ever to come out about the movie um was them with like a bunch of chairs surrounding them to try and make like a space that would be small enough to fit like the closet so they could choreograph it and so they could be like can oh. we fit in here how should we lay so it was they didn't have the space yet obviously so they had a bunch yeah. of just elementary school like chairs that they just stacked around each other to like form this little circle and it had them oh, just like squished cool. up into it so I was like, oh my god, it's the closet scene. Like I was like that that got me very excited for the movie. It was the first picture to ever come out. So that was a yeah. fun little fun little tidbit. So they're shoved into this closet by Amy, who's gonna go investigate the the pop and sound. And it's kind of chaos for a moment as they try to fit themselves in this closet. <laughs> and Henry notices the the cologne that Alex has. He says, like, Suntall 33. And he's like, Yeah. Yeah. And I, it took me a second to go, what? I was like, oh, cologne. Okay. Because I, I don't know my colognes or my perfumes or anything like that. Oh, I, you know, I, I, I assumed it was like something like that. And I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah, I buy it. And we get the first compliment from him, which is means you have good taste. Like I, I, I said I figured as much because you have good taste. He's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> so already starting to be a little more chill with each other. Yeah. <laughs> the way Alex looked in that scene was kind of funny okay so we also learn what happened at the Melbourne conference yes and it like changed Alex's opinion of Henry a lot which was he walked up to him in the book he walked up to him because he was a big fan and he had been there's this little thing that I'll talk about in a second but like let's talk about this first um He'd been a big fan of Henry since he was young. And so he walked up to him because like, hi, because he can now because he's the he's son of the president. So he can now say hi to the prince of England. Yeah, like he had like the right to do so. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to go say hi. So he went to say hi to him and he was just like, 
mm, hello and he was just like oh, i just wanted to introduce myself and he was just like he just turned to uh sean obviously and just said get him. he in the book he said get him out of here oh <laughs> not get me out that's of worse. here i that's know that's worse. worse that's worse so <laughs> i, I noticed mean, I, that I, change yeah <laughs> i think that was a better change because it made him yeah. seem less like a dick yeah so, <laughs> well done Way yeah, less that, like a dick. Damn. yeah i'm pretty sure it's get him out of here in the book so because i noticed that change i was like oh shit oh okay get me out of here that makes more sense um but in the movie he says get him out of um get me out of here and Henry's like, oh, I didn't realize you'd heard me say that, and my bad. And it turns out it's because his dad had died a couple months before. Yeah. And so he wasn't in a very good headspace, and he didn't want to be paraded around like they were doing to him, which mm-hmm. is very true of the royal family, because not to, like, jump into, like, real-world situations, but after Princess Diana died, um, Prince William and Prince Harry were, like, always like on camera and stuff like that because everyone wanted to see how the princes were doing after their mom had died and during her funeral they were literally they had to walk behind her car just the entire way and it was just it's horrible to see so it does happen where these people are paraded around after that so fair play obviously to be yeah upset and not in a good headspace and He says, when I said get me out of here, what I really meant was I need to get out of here or something like that. Or, or yeah, I need, I need to get out of here. Was it? I think it's, it was a... it's, I need to get out of here. Yeah. I need Not to get like, out of here. Get me out of here. It's, it's, I need to get out of here. Yeah. Which is very different. Yeah. Was there like a difference in the book with like, oh, get him out of here and like, I need him out of here or something? Like, whatever. none of that. No, no. Oh, it, was it was just. just... It was get just get him out of here. And he was just like, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> My dad died earlier and I'm, I was kind of a dick at the time. That's like all it was. It wasn't like any deeper reason other than his dad had died and he wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Um, but we also realized this is literally the only reason that Alex hates Henry. Like, he's just like, what's the other reason you hate me? And he was like sitting there thinking, racking his brain for a minute. He's like, oh my God, that's the only reason you hate me, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But I will say, to Alice's defense, like, a bad first impression does kind of stick. It does. It really does. So, I'm stubborn. I mean, I don't blame him for that being the sole reason. <laughs> yeah. Really? I'm a stubborn bitch. Like, a first impression will make or break you for me. <laughs> yeah. But what I wanted to mention was, in the book, the reason Alex was a big fan of him, although I don't think it was the reason... But, like, this is an inciting incident as he, when he's a child. He just doesn't realize it. Um, is he would sneak into his sister's room. And she had one of those old J-14 magazines when they were younger. And had Prince Henry as one of those, um, like, tear-outable posters that you can unfold and put on the wall. Yeah. And so he would open it up and, like, unpry the staples really carefully and take the poster out and look at it. He said sometimes he would put his fingers over his hair and just look at the poster. But he would, like, slide it back in, put the staples back in place. And, oh, no, he never, oh, no, he never pried it out. That's right. Because there was a line that said he never dared do it to take it with him because he couldn't get his fingernails under the staples because they weren't meant for his. Like, June's, like a girl's. Mm. It was that little incident when he was younger that kind of just, like, he did, I don't think he ever really thought about. 
until later on but it's one of those moments of like he's really liked henry for a while he just didn't really fully comprehend it because it was when he was younger that he was noticing these pictures yeah interesting hmm and what's very cool is in the book june his sister still has the magazine and she comes in and she's like do you think i'm dumb and she slams the magazine on his bed and he's like you still have that and she's like yeah because i would find your grimy little fingerprints all over it every day of the week so <laughs> that was a big moment in the book of of you know one of the reasons or one of the in one of the ways you see that he liked henry way for a very long time before henry even knew him to be fair it wasn't just the uh yeah. conference or the olympics where it was in the book and they kind of not a hundred percent because like it, this rivalry has been going for a while they a little bit bury the hatchet here just a tiny bit. Yeah. It gets a little less antagonistic for them after this because Alex is like, shit, my bad. <laughs> I, maybe yeah, I should have asked you if you were okay. <laughs> yeah. But obviously, first impressions and everything like that. So he sees Henry laughing with the little girl. I, well, I, I got to say, I was looking for the Star Wars insignia on her hat, but she didn't have one. Oh, really? One. <laughs> oh, she didn't have one? No. I was like, where is it? No? Okay. <laughs> I was like excited about it, but it wasn't there. But Henry was chatting with her and they're just having a nice conversation and giggling and being cute. And he's being so sweet to this little girl and Alex is witnessing it. And he's like, wow, interesting. So it still has that same effect of maybe I don't know as much about him as I thought I did. Yeah. So Alex tells him he wants to see him at his New Year's party. And Henry's just like, oh, I hate New Year's. I'm probably not coming to that. He's like, okay. <laughs> Which... Has to happen later on anyway. But yeah. after taking some pictures, they leave. But not before Alex's parting words of, I need to get out of here. I like that. Yeah, he's like, well, I need to get out of here. See ya. <laughs> nice touch. Nice touch. <laughs> I'm glad it was like a little... It was, I, it was a good joke to make fun of because it wasn't like obviously about his daughter or anything. It's just like, oh, he might, I need to get out of here. So it's a good way to break the ice. <laughs> it's like, see? Yeah. It's chill. We're fine. <laughs> Yeah, no, I did like that. So it's looking like the trip to try and save the negotiations between the US and the UK was pretty successful. Alex comes back. Everyone's like, oh, this worked out pretty well. They're actually friends and everything is back on track. So with him doing a good job, he goes to his dad who's watching that newscast. And his dad's like, what is your even, what even is your problem with him? He's like, he's elite, he's privileged, he lives in a palace. He's like, so do you. Like, you didn't grow up that way, obviously. Um, and yeah. I get, I get that, like, you don't like authority that much because we taught you that way. But you also come from this place now. So just like, he doesn't seem that bad of a guy. Just like, chill. He's not that bad. He's like, all right, all right. Maybe I'll... Maybe I'll talk to him. Oh, this fucking bitch. Then we meet Miguel. <laughs> no, see, I am like him from the second I saw him. Because like, I knew he <laughs> was making eyes at Alex. And I was like, no. And then see him later on, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, he was making eyes at him. So I was like, oh, maybe this is like um, kind of a replacement for, oh, I remembered his name, Liam. Uh, during my reaction, I did not remember his name, so I was like, that guy Alex went to high school with. Uh, and I didn't want to pull my book off the side and look it up real quick, because I feel like that would look bad. Um, 
But he went to high school in the book with a guy named Liam, and they kind of would like do stuff like watch porn together and like just mm. do like stuff that you know friends wouldn't do. Well, he does mention later mm. in the movie where he says like two: one was Miguel and one was someone in high school. Someone in high school. I'm guessing that was so, Liam. <laughs> yeah, that's probably him. And eventually, every once in a while, he would like talk to him on the phone and just be like, "Hey, Liam, um, all the stuff we did when we were younger." Was that a thing? And if so, should I say sorry? <laughs> and he was just like, well, I have a boyfriend now, if that tells you anything. Uh, so he's like, oh, okay, yeah, damn, we did do a thing. All right. And so it's very much Alex figuring himself out. And Liam was one of those inciting incidents. So I thought that maybe this guy was possibly Liam. No. <laughs> no. No, this guy's a dick. Um, <laughs> so, so is Miguel not in the book? No. Miguel's not in the book. I, oh, I gotta, there's an entire fucking storyline that is not a thing because Miguel is here. <laughs> Interesting, okay. I think because, like, if the other storyline was in this book, then it would be a bigger plot line that didn't necessarily have to do with Alex and Henry. And because they wanted only Alex and Henry's story, they decided to find someone smaller to instigate the whole uh, email thing later rather than mm. the bigger thing that's in the book. And I'll kind of touch more on that once we get to the email leak. Okay. But Miguel was not in the book. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah, he was not. Um... So Miguel is a reporter and apparently him and Alex would see each other every once in a while and they kind of had a thing. Also finding out he was a reporter was another red flag, just saying. Yeah, no, for real. Like if, if someone's like meeting up with you and going, hey, so give me a quote, like, no. <laughs> no, right. Yeah, there were so many red flags with him. I was like, no, no, no. And sure enough, it was accurate. Yeah. Like, I don't like paparazzi the most, but reporters are like, it depends. Like, I, I I like them better than paparazzi because sometimes they're, like, literally just doing the job and reporting on stories. But mm -hmm. a lot of times they're also like, this guy, and this guy's a dick. So he starts flirting with Alex because they've had a thing in the past. And that made me go, wait, so is Alex already, like, pretty comfortable with his sexuality here? Or, because in the book, it's like, he has to, like, fall on his face on Henry's lips to, like, realize that. He's like, oh, I oh. like guys. Like, yeah. it's it's a whole it's a whole process for him to, like, really think about. And then this, he's just like, oh, he's had past experience, which he's had past experience in the book with Liam and everything. But in, in this, not so much. So I thought, oh, maybe he's already comfortable with sexuality in this, in which case I'm not sure if I'm a fan of that. Then we kind of learn later that he still is thinking about it. Yeah, he. I think he's done like a lot of questioning. Yes, for the most part, but he hasn't really like determined anything yet. Exactly. So I, I was still totally fine with this. But we're talking to Miguel, and you know, pushing play instead of going from my memory would be good. Um. <laughs> so he's trying to get a quote from him about his mother's campaign and the fact that the Republicans are maybe going to have this guy called Richards come in on their ticket as the possible presidential candidate. And Richards sucks in the book. He's a fucking asshole. Um, <laughs> and in the book, we also have Luna, who, uh, Senator Luna, Senator? Senator Luna? Senator Luna. 
um, who is a mentor of Alex's. And he's a gay Hispanic man who who is a senator. So he's someone Alex really looks up to. Oh. And we learn later in the book that he's gone on Richard's ticket. And everyone's shocked and pissed. And like, why would you do that? Like, you're on our side. Why would you join Richard's campaign? He's a Republican. I don't get it. And Mm -hmm. uh, it turns out he was doing it because Richard's... When he was younger, he was working for Richards in a campaign office or something, and Richards totally, like, forced himself on him and was like, oh, come have a drink with me. And, if, like, their implication was, if you don't, you're never going to get anywhere and you're fired kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, all those. Yeah. And so he was like, oh. And I'm pretty sure he was a teenager at the time, too, like, that much younger. So he was like, oh, I need to get this guy, you know gone so he joined his ticket specifically to try and infiltrate and ruin his candidacy and that's the only reason he joined uh but richards is a sleaze it gives you a more of a uh look into who richards is so in this you just see richards as oh the republican candidate whereas i yeah. I, I who has read the book was watching this going you fucking bastard <laughs> every time he was on screen <laughs> screw you um richards has more to do later with the outing of alex and henry Uh... which is why it would have been a much bigger storyline and probably not work with the movie that they were trying to make so yeah he he like leaks i'll I'll talk about it i guess but he fully leaks their emails or he has someone leak their emails but Uh, Since Luna is on that campaign, he finds the emails and he sends them to Nora, who's like, you know, statistics, data analysis, hacker kind of thing. Uh, Not a hacker, but like she does statistics and data analysis and stuff. So he sent it to her uh, to look at and decode. But the only one who could really decode who it came from was Luna because he had left a secret message for Alex um, in the note. And he was like, oh, okay, so he's not a bad guy. He didn't join Richard's ticket, da 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 but Richards outed them once he found out about it and thought, oh, it could ruin the ruin their campaign. Perfect. So yeah. he outed Alex and Henry's emails. And um, that was a mistake because obviously that's illegal. Um, so he lost the candidacy. But obviously, like, it wasn't for that reason. Like, he was still in the running for some stupid reason. Honestly, America's weird. Um, like, yeah. if you if you do that, I'm pretty sure you should be arrested. But, like, apparently not. So that's why it would have been a much bigger story in here. So they got someone smaller, like Miguel here. I like the way they were doing the text messages, how he would like pop up with the message and stuff like that. Although someone mentioned on Tumblr that they had wished that they did the same things with the emails because the emails are the big thing that gets leaked mm-hmm. later on. It's not like like the, the the text felt more personal than the emails did, but the emails are what gets leaked. So it, it feels like the emails kind of fell to the wayside. Like you hear about them and you hear a couple of them during a montage, but that's about it. Yeah. And I, I it doesn't give you that as as much of a shock and a, like, a, oh God, as the book did when you find out the emails got hacked. Because most of the book is emails. Mm-hmm. Like chapter eight, I'm pretty sure is like just fucking emails. Yeah. Like chapter eight starts off as an email. And so once you read all of their emails back and forth, your heart drops and you go, oh shit, I can't believe this got leaked. All the stuff we've read, all that personal stuff. 
just got leaked out. But in this, you don't really hear that much from it. And so it's not as much of a shock and a, oh no, this is so horrible when they get leaked. So yeah. I, I also agree with that. I, I wish they had done that for the emails because it would have been way more personal had they done that. Yeah. And it still would have had to do with Alex and Henry. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like something they had to cut because of that. But it, it, I think the emails are Alex and Henry because it's them going back and forth. It's like such a them thing. That that's who they are. So I feel like they should have done that. Yeah. And I think for me, watching it and like not really knowing about, about the book and like emails really... I kind of blended the email and text into one because like mm-hmm. I remember at some point someone saying like oh wow like yeah I read them they were pretty like smutty or raunchy or whatever the fuck he said and like and, and I remember the text some of the texts were kind of like in, like the same like very raunchy and smutty a little bit so I was like oh yeah that makes sense but I don't know how different the texts and the emails are versus each other but I do think that pretty different yeah it would have been better to see both sides of that because I just messed it all in yeah. me the texts are like barely in the book they're like a little in the book every once in a while you'll see it sprinkled through but mostly there were also there's also like one specific scene where it's just like a group chat with henry alex june nora and pez which is percy Mm. um so they have like a whole group chat going so like i think once maybe twice you'll see that thing between them but other than that no not not fucking much um I, it's not as in here as much as the emails are so i feel like they should have done that i feel like should they should have had the emails way more here that's just that's one little criticism i had about it obviously i love the movie still but a couple things obviously well we'll we'll yuck my yum in Nora's words okay <laughs> <laughs> ah the turkeys Oh what? The turkeys! <laughs> oh, the turkey! Oh my god, the turkey! What was the turkey? The turkeys! Okay, the it's turkeys were in tur- the book. Well, one, it's one turkey. It's a single turkey. <laughs> yeah, in the book, it was two turkeys. Okay. Um, I think it was two turkeys. Yeah, because he's he, there's a part at the end of the chapter where it's just constantly with Alex just going, "Put the turkeys in my room. Put the turkeys in my room. Put the turkeys in my room." Just trying to annoy his mom into letting the turkeys in his room. <laughs> so he fully tells them to put the turkeys in his room in the book. <laughs> they don't just put it there. Okay, yeah. But I love that the turkeys at least fucking included. Although he literally <laughs> in the book he literally calls Henry while staring down the cage, just like Henry. They know. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's just like, they know I've robbed them of five-star accommodations. <laughs> Henry's like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> they have this whole entire conversation like they do in the movie. But the turkeys are a very big part of it. In this, it was just like, you know, all oh, the turkeys are funny. But one of my favorite quotes from the turkey part in the book is when he, he says to Henry, cornbread knows by sins, Henry. She knows what I've done. <laughs> Which is the funniest fucking sentence I've ever heard out of context. But I love that the turkey was in here. Like, literally, like, right when it cut to him, I was like, the <laughs> Got so excited that they didn't cut this. At least cut it the way that I thought they would. But yeah. yay, the turkeys are here. Um, and he has to explain to Henry, oh, there's this thing in the U.S. that before Thanksgiving, a turkey is pardoned by the president. Is that true? And he's like... I don't know. I maybe. I had, <laughs> is it true? I'm like, is that really true? I don't know. And honestly, I don't really care that much. I'm just curious. 
I was like, maybe? I actually don't know. Someone let us know if it's true or not, because I don't care enough to look it up. But, but yeah, he, the, and even Henry's like, is that, like, I thought they were supposed to, like, commit a crime before their part, and he's like, don't look too deep into it. (laughs) It's not that important. Yeah. It falls apart if you look too deep into it. But I love the, this goes into more of the text message thing and how they filmed it of like them being in the same room when they're texting. I love that they did that for this scene because they're literally just laying there talking to each other and it makes it feel so much more intimate. Yeah, I I, I really like that, that moment when they were in bed. Well, not really, but like, yeah. Not really, but yeah. I also liked in the previous scene before the turkey, I think. When he's like, I'm gonna block for the rest of the night, and he kind of like disappears, and then he comes back. Yeah, he disappears. When he's like there. I like that. That's so cute. I love how they did that. He's like talking about authors or something. In the book, he says his favorite favorite author is Jane Austen. I don't think he says that in the movie, but he is talking about like a few like books that he likes and poetry, which shows you that he does love like literature and writing, which is a big part of his character. But they're laying here and they're chatting and it's really intimate and it's really nice. And we also find out that his dog is named after David Bowie. And that's why his name is David. He's like, why not just name him Bowie? He's like, it's a bit on the nose, isn't that? (laughs) He's like, yeah, that's a very good point. Never looked at it that way. So Alex is finding out all new different things that were not in the fact sheet, which is what you do when you get to know someone. You talk to them. You don't just get a fact sheet, which is good. (laughs) Yeah. Getting to know him for the person he is. And they, they very, very lightly touch on the little, like, uh, you know, oh, you hang up first kind of thing. He's like, I'm not hanging up. You hang up. I, <laughs> yeah, like, it was kind of like the reverse. It was kind of like, okay, well, I'm yeah. going to hang up on you. No, I'm going to hang up on you first. And then, like, <laughs> I like that. That was It's very them. We've now made it to Christmas. And Alex has a Texas strategy. And he is wondering why the fuck no one's looked at it yet. <laughs> And it's because Zara says it's because honestly, they don't really like it when, you know, the son of the president starts to have, you know, ideas and starts to like want to implement things because that's not their job. But Alex is very passionate about politics. He's very passionate about passionate about, you know, doing the right thing and trying to help people that, you know, need help. And so he's like, hey, like we came from Texas. I'm sure there's a lot of people there who maybe don't agree with the Republican side and and I want to try and flip it. Try and make it blue. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that's not going to happen. No, everyone's like, what are you talking about? That's never going to happen. He's like, no, it's going to happen. You're going to make it happen. And it's very much more of an effort on his part in the movie. In the book, it's not as much like that. It's, I mean, he has the Texas binder which um, is like a bunch of statistics and analysis on like voter demographics in Texas. Mm. But it isn't like, you know, a hands-on project like it seems to be in this movie. Like he fully goes to Texas. He gets it done. Uh, he talks to people. He goes places. I don't think it's like that in the book. I, I don't remember it being like that in the book. But I, I like that more in the movie. That's one of the things I like more about the movie that you see that because... In the book, it's more, oh, the the guy who's running in the Republican side fucked over someone from Texas. That's one of ours. Don't do that. And so now they change over to blue. <laughs> so that's more of what it's like in the book. But yeah. I actually like the way they changed it in, in the movie to where he like really put work into it, changing it over like that. 
Yeah, I did too. We get to the New Year's party. It's all happening. Everybody's having fun. Everybody dancing. I like the way this party was done. Like, and in my brain, for some reason, uh, the the it was party in the party. book was like, no. no I, I was gonna say it, it kind of gave off that vibe though. <laughs> Watching in the movie. Honestly, yeah, it feels like a super gay party. Honestly, yeah, there's it, rainbows, aren't there? It, yeah. it really did. Uh, that's why first I, I didn't even realize it was New Year's until they started counting down. I was like, oh, that's what this is for. Oh, it's New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, okay. I thought it was for gay. I honestly, I did. I really did. <laughs> I didn't even notice. And then you said it. I was like, oh yeah, rainbows. So, I see that. Um, In the book, I pictured it, like, for some reason being inside the White House. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because there's no way that you would let, like, a bunch of, like, young adults who are drinking in the White House. I feel like that's just a recipe for disaster. So. Yeah. Makes more sense that they're at, like, they're in a little tent outside the White House. So, we also meet Percy in the book. He's known as Pez, but his name is Percy in the book. Um, and he's Henry's best friend. He is rich. I think he has a foundation or something. Uh, I don't know that much about Pez. I'm sorry, Pez. I, I love you in the book. I just don't know that much i'm pretty sure he's just rich and that's why he knows henry and they like grew up together or something like that um that's his best friend and he originally in the book is into june alex's sister so by default now he's in anora um and he's like will you let me procure you the most lavish drink in this establishment which is a quote from the book and she's like hell yes so they kind of have a thing kind of you don't really see it because again this is about alex and henry Everyone starts drinking. This girl is like over Alex all night. She's I was like, just who like, who is this girl? She's constantly there. Like I didn't notice until my second watch, but I'm like, oh, there she is again. There she is again. Like she was over him the one time, and she like goes with him again. and like sits on his lap and then makes him dance. And then yeah. later during the New Year's kiss, she's the second person to kiss him on New Year's because there's another yeah. girl. Yeah, she makes him there. dance again later. She makes him dance again later, like when he when uh, Alex is pulled by the wayside over to the other side of the room. Um, she, that's her that pulls him over there, and then she kisses him, and I'm like, "Girl, give it up! <laughs> it's, it's not gonna happen." Um, so Henry's kind of left alone. Like he doesn't really know many people here. He's not one for like dancing in a crowd kind of thing. Yeah. So he's off drinking by himself. And <laughs> Alex is like, "No, this will not do." And something I was hoping would happen happened. Um, the song Get Low starts playing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's just like, yes. And in the book, he's like, oh, my gosh. Have you never been to a school dance where you watch a bunch of teenagers dry hump to this song? <laughs> and he's like, you must know that I didn't. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God, that's insane. He turns to Nora and he goes, Nora. Because <laughs> he's drunk as fuck. Nora. Henry's never watched a bunch of teenagers just dry up to this song. And she's like, you're kidding me. <laughs> it's just so fucking funny. So I love that they put this in here. And Henry's just like, Jesus, these lyrics, which she notices in the book as well. And honestly, this fucking bitch pulls. <laughs> she's not a bitch. I'm sorry. She's probably just living her best life. Pulls Alex yeah. over to the other side of the room. And I love this part in the trailer, and I just, 
I love it better in the movie. <laughs> I really liked how this was done in the movie. This is so well done. Everybody gets trailer, low. But I loved it in the movie. I know. I was in the trailer. I was like, "Ooh, that's exciting!" But in the movie, I was like, "Oh, this is the best thing I've ever seen." Everyone starts to get low because of the song "Get Low," and Alex and Henry are the only two not doing it. So it creates this like effect where they're just the only two people in the room staring at each other. Ah, mm-hmm. this is gorgeous. And Henry's just like slightly smiling a little bit, and yeah. like it's they notice each other, like really notice each other from across the room. It gives that you know feeling of I noticed him from across the room kind of thing. So I love it. My question is, were they like in real life, I guess, were they actually getting low and it was just those two standing or was it more like symbolic where like even with everyone in the crowd, they were still looking at each other and they could still see each other across a crowd and they were all down to symbolize that they were still looking at each other. Because that's why I thought at first. I didn't think they were actually all getting low except for those two. I thought it more like symbolic. I don't know. I actually have no idea. I think I think in my mind when I was watching it, everyone really was getting low. And I think Alex was maybe going to, but then he noticed Henry and they just kind of froze and stared at each other. And then once everything just zoomed back up, he was like, oh yeah, fuck, dancing, right. So I think in my brain, that's how it happened. And this, the symbolism of it was just an in the moment kind of thing but they i i don't i don't know i don't know that's very interesting to think about though oh yeah that's the way i interpret it my my watch now we get the new year's kiss and alex gets to get gets kissed by like two women who just are like kiss me kiss me like like, y'all chill you got chill, chill man chill chill henry leaves because he did he's not sad. want to see that. Yeah. He's sad. He's sad boy. He's sad boy. <laughs> he goes outside to the linden tree outside. I only say that's a linden tree because it said so in the book. So I'm just going to guess that this is the linden tree. Okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we have the moment of Henry's, uh, him just saying like, what are you doing out here? Why'd you leave? And Henry's just like, do you ever wish that you were some anonymous person out in the world where like, you know, no one knew who you were and you could do anything you wanted to do? And he's like, well, I kind of was before I became the president's son. Mm. Like, that's basically what life was for me. I just went around and did anything. It's never been like that for Henry. Yeah. Henry grew, was born into it. Yeah, I think that's a big difference between them is that and even just like the countries too of UK and US is that U.S., no one's born in the, like, presidency. No one's born into that, really. Like, they stay there for four to eight years, maybe, give or take. Mm-hmm. And then they're done, and they kind of moved on. Yeah, they're still, like, famous or whatever, but, like, it's not... Like, you can still have a life before that and do all these private, personal things. Where in the U.K., it's like, when you're born from this family, you are meant to be a royal. You are meant to be treated as a such, and, like, that's how you live your life. So... That is one of the big differences, I think, between the two, which I liked. I did like seeing the the differences in their lives, and I like how that was, like, very much focused upon. Like, they talk about it with each other a couple times, where they're like, oh, my life is like this, but I don't think you'll fully understand what that means. And he's like, you're right, I won't. But I like how they're sharing it with each other, nonetheless, throughout the movie, which is really good. Which is really good, because as I say again, communication, guys, communication. 
And Henry says, well, I would, I, if I would be anything, I'd be a writer. I'd live in Paris and I would date who I want to date. And he's like, oh, <laughs> you're a prince, dude. Like what? You can't get a date as a prince. And he's like, okay, well, the people I date, I'm not interested in. And the people I'm interested in, I can't date. And he's like, I have literally no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my reaction at this point, I was like, dude, that means he's gay. <laughs> and like, he's just like flat. And then he goes, again, like, yeah, that, that tracks. And he says, Christ, you're as thick as it gets, which is exactly what he says in the book. And he goes and kisses Alex. And I remember reading this going like, ah! <laughs> um, also, but in the book, it has... It's not like a line of dialogue, so obviously it wasn't in here. It was in a paragraph. But one of my favorite uh, lines from the book is when Henry kisses Alex, he says, in his brain, Alex is like, Alex tries to think, he tries to make a list to try and clobber together what the fuck is happening right now. He tries to come up with a list. He gets as far as one, Henry's lips are soft, and short circuits. (laughs) (laughs) I, and I could watching it I could see that like I was watching this and I was just like there he is short circuiting we love to see it like <laughs> so I just wanted to point that out but I love that moment in the in, in the book so th- I was very excited for this moment because it's very important and Henry just leaves after he says I'm sorry and he runs <laughs> the yeah. kiss and run and Alex is left there going what <laughs> Actually, he says something. I'm pretty sure he says, like, what the shit in the book or something like, oh, shit. He said the last line of the chapter is like, oh, shit. And then ends the chapter. So, like, he's left there to think, what the fuck just happened? So, now we know that Richard is running in the campaign. It's officially been announced. And while he's watching that, he's reviewing these text messages and, and texting Henry can we talk? Did you forget to pay your phone bill? Are you coming to the dinner next month? Are you alive? <laughs> because he's just not responding. Yeah. And we learn that other people are also watching this newscast of Richard's joining the campaign. And it's Nora and a bunch of other people in this maybe office that she works in. I'm not entirely sure where we are. And they're having a drinking game. <laughs> See, <laughs> I'm <okay>. assuming. <laughs> I didn't get that. Because I really? I was watching it and I was like, oh, I think this is the, the guy running against uh, mom or whatever. And then they all started like cheering or whatever. And like I thought they were like <laughs> celebrating that guy. I'm like, oh, maybe not. Maybe that's like uh, like <laughs> vice president or something. I was like, okay. And I kind of just like went on. And so no, I did not pick up on that actually. Yeah, no, because like as soon as he says prosperity, it comes to her going prosperity and they go, ah! So I'm pretty sure they have like a list of words that they know he's totally going to say and drink to whenever he says those keywords. Yeah. So that's quite funny. Well done. That's a, that's a fun little detail. Now, um, Alex <laughs> decides to tell Nora first. A great choice. Nora's great. Um, Henry kissed me. Don't know what to do about it. And she's like, oh, I totally called that. <laughs> Secretly, she called it. Secretly. Privately, yeah. she called that. Um, and he's like, no, you didn't shut the fuck up. You did not call that. And she's like, no, I did because she studies like statistics and analysis and things like that. That's her like main thing. She's basically like a statistics machine, like robot. Like whenever, like in the book, Alex is like, Hey, Nora, 
like stats on me doing this like oh 98 probability of this <laughs> like she'll just come up with numbers yeah and so she's like i analyzed the entire situation <laughs> trust me it was not that hard <laughs> obviously he's gay <laughs> yeah and he's like okay well i don't know what the fuck to do about it and she's like okay let's talk this out let's let's figure this out because obviously henry didn't tell you because princes aren't allowed to be gay <laughs> yeah it's at least it's it's very tough for him at the very least and alex says something that i actually really enjoyed as an addition to the lines of dialogue in this movie she says how do you feel about him and he says when he grabbed my hair i understood the difference between rugby and football i was like i don't know what this means but okay i'll go with it. exactly i was like i don't understand but i do like <laughs> I don't get the difference between rugby and football. I mean, I do, but like, I, but, but I understand where you're coming from somehow. <laughs> I lo- I just really enjoyed that quote. So whoever wrote that gold star, that was really funny. Okay. So she tells him, look, I've observed all this. Like you've been long distance text flirting. You spent the entire New Year's Eve party talking to him when you could have been hooking up with any of the people who are making out with you. Yeah. <laughs> And he kissed you and you liked it. So, hello. You like him. And he's like, oh, I, don't, I don't fully know yet. And this is where I was like, oh, okay. So maybe he's not like, maybe he is still just like questioning. Because he said, I can wrap, around, wrap my head around being like low level into guys. But I'm really confused about what this is with Henry. Because I never mm-hmm. thought I would feel this way for a guy. Yeah. And so he is sort of still figuring this out. And she asks him, how many guys have you been with? And <laughs> right when he asks, right when she asks that, someone walks in and just goes, oh, I shouldn't be here for this. And she grabs her thing and she leaves. <laughs> okay. This is a bit of security risk if you're trying to keep a secret. That's okay. Yeah. That's actually really funny, though. I just really like that scene. No that was funny. So he says he's been with one guy in high school, which in my brain said Liam. Yeah, Liam. And... And um, the political reporter, Miguel. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, it's just, yeah, we've been made out in a hot tub, not clothed. And he's like, look, it's just, it's just easier. She's like, oh, yeah, sure. Because it's, it's, it's so safe going out with a reporter and not safe going out with a, you know, fucking Prince of England. Like, you, like I was like, damn, this guy's into like very high risk romances. Yeah. <laughs> So we also learn he's coming to the dinner, the the prime minister's dinner next month. So the prime minister is coming over from the UK mm-hmm. and they're at this dinner. It's sort of probably to, you know, solidify situations or something between the prime minister and the president. Yeah. Politics and all that. Oh, yeah. Also, I'd like to point out in this movie, the parents are together in, in the book. They're not. They're divorced. Who? Alex's parents? Yeah, yeah, Alex's parents. Interesting. In, in the book, they are divorced, um, and his stepdad lives with them, and his dad will come over every once in a while because they're still kind of, like, chill with each other. So he'll, his dad will come over, and he'll chat with his dad every once in a while. But he, I, li- I like his stepdad, so I kind of miss him. <laughs> but I was kind of shocked that they were still together in here. So Alex is basically standing here, waiting for Henry to walk through the door, just staring burning his eyes into the doorway <laughs> yep. just like where is he where's henry 
and he's not there yet. But who is here? Miguel. Fucking Miguel. <laughs> and he says he's heard about his Texas strategy. It's like, how did you hear about that? It's supposed to be, you know, confidential. And he's like, oh, I have my sources. I'm a reporter. And so he's like, oh, you're trying to flip Texas. And Alex is seeing Henry at this moment. So he's not listening to a fucking word Miguel is saying. <laughs> so yeah. as he's staring daggers in, not daggers, he's in love, staring heart eyes into heart. Henry. <laughs> heart eyes into Henry. Um, he says, yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll, we're, we're trying to flip it. And he walks away without saying no comment because this is a political fundraiser, a political, not fundraiser, a political event. So it's assumed that things here are on the book. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I'm not going to say that to like defend Miguel, but he was just like, oh, cool. I'm going to go write about that. Yeah. God damn it. He, he I, I don't think he saw Alex just staring at Henry. Uh, so I don't think he was like, I'll take advantage of this. I think he just heard something Alex said and went, great, I'll write about it. Yeah. But Alex, once again, sees Henry, goes straight over to Amy and goes, I need your help. And she says, where's the threat? <laughs> I like that. She's like, okay, what's the danger? Immediate, like, do I need to clear the room? I'm like, no, 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 no. Chill. <laughs> I need to talk to Henry privately. And, and she's like, it's only going to be for a little bit because security can't be away from him for too long. They might tase you. Okay, okay. And so they go into the red room, which... Is orange. It's an interesting name. Yes, is is orange. Yeah, honestly, is it orange no. or is it red? Like I can't. No, see, remember. I was going on a rant in my reaction, and mainly because <laughs> I feel like th- like this was probably a moment where I was like peak drunk, and I was talking about how orange that room was. Oh no! <laughs> and I was like, no, like, that's orange. Not that red. Not red. <laughs> this is not red. This is orange, motherfucker. Orange. I don't care. It's orange, and I'm, gl- I'm glad you agree with me because I'm glad I was right, not just being stupid. It is quite orange, actually. Yeah, it could be the lighting. I don't know, but it is quite orange. Maybe. So, question, is the, the little portrait over here of Alexander Hamilton? So I can't, I don't know what Alexander Hamilton looks like. Are you asking me about history and political stuff? Because <laughs> <laughs> you, are, you are sorely mistaken if you think you're going to get an answer from it. I, the problem is I don't know what Alexander Hamilton looks like. And in my reaction, I was literally like, American education system, folks. <laughs> I know, I know jack shit. But in the book, they make out against the portrait of Emma, Alexander Hamilton. And at one point, Alex looks up and he just starts laughing. <laughs> Henry's like, what? He's like, just kind of ironic. This is Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> and so um, I was like looking at it going, is that Alexander Hamilton? I can't. I can't fully tell, but either way, Henry comes in. He's fully ready to go. I'm so sorry. I know I owe you an explanation. And Alex is like, shut up. Shut nope, all the way up. Yep, just let's go. Shut up. Karma. Shut up. And just starts making out with him. And I love how Henry goes, wait a minute. And then goes right back in and gives it. <laughs> like that wait a minute was just for him to go. No? Yeah, cool. All right. This is happening. Yep, <laughs> Definitely cool. happening. Definitely happening. And they, they only really get to make out for a couple seconds before Amy walks in and goes, oh, God. <laughs> that was kind of funny. She's going to call them back out. That was so funny. She was going to call them back out. But then she walks in and goes, oh, shit. And then after she turns around and closes the door, they're, like, looking at the bookshelf. Hey, no, and the Henry's, like, oh. like, just, like, going up and down, like, with his finger, looking at the bookshelf. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's trying so hard to make it look like they were not doing anything like that. 
Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? We were just looking at books. <laughs> okay. I'm pausing here. I was gonna say, it's, it's, it's well, six o'clock for, for you. It's six o'clock. So we're gonna take a take a peek at the fact that I totally a hundred percent won the fan sign. Absolutely. How many people do they pick? Um, uh, fifty. There's only only fifty. Fifty. So half of hundred. Okay. <laughs> you usually it's a hundred, but they're having two and they're having fifty on each day, and I'm like, why? Hello, eighty two. Why? Oh. Um. Okay. Fuck, so it, it says the order number, so I have to look up the order number. <laughs> I don't know that off the top of my head. Okay. Let me let me look it up here. Uh Why? <laughs> oh no. Why? Hello Eddie to you bitch. <laughs> oh motherfucker. Are you serious? Oh, uh, no. no, I'm kind of, I'm kind of like fully angry right now. Like, uh, no lie, I was like fully ready. I was fully. Re I'm still checking. Jesus, I was fully <laughs> just, ready. Just double check. You know, make sure you didn't miss anything. I was fully ready. I'm mad. I'm really upset. You have no fucking idea. <laughs> This is like, honestly, this feels like it's not happening right now. Like, it's not. <laughs> I yeah. have fully convinced myself that I'm going. So this is not happening. <laughs> oh, no. What the ever-loving fuck? <laughs> oh, no. I fucking hate you, Hello82. I literally wrote out in my notes app what I was going to say to each member. And oh, no. I'm mad. <laughs> oh. I'm mad. I'm like really mad. Fuck you, Hello82. All right, back to the fucking movie. I guess I'm not in the mood now, but like, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> fuck my life. <laughs> I'm gonna try not to think about this and just go back to the movie. <laughs> Post makeout session. <laughs> yes, post makeout session. <laughs> they talk about how Henry is still kind of a um, hard excited. <laughs> <laughs> That's another way to put it. <laughs> yeah. That's another way to put it. Um, and <laughs> they they're coming up with all the nicknames for it, which is kind of cute. In the yeah. In the in the book, it was like right after they were still in the room, and he started singing "God Save the Queen" to try <laughs> get it to go down. So we run into Mom and the Prime Minister, and he totally squeezes his ass, which yeah. was in the trailer. But he squeezes his ass, and they're like, "Oh no, I'm just so excited to be here. That's why I did that." Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> not because someone squeezed my ass. No way. No. Of course not. not. Of course not. And so when they leave, Alex is like, hey, I have a plan. Don't worry about this. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> You're going to stay at least 500 feet away from me for the rest of the night. <laughs> and then at midnight, you're going to come to my room on the second floor of the residence where I'm going to do very, very, very bad things to you. 
Yeah. Although, I, to be fair, it doesn't seem like he does a lot of bad things to no, him. No, it, like, it looks like Henry does. <laughs> it looks just like a blowjob. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I was like, ex- I was like, expecting a bit more, but I mean. Yeah, this is the beginning of the, in the book as well, it's the same. Like, yeah. the, I'm pretty sure it's just a blowjob. Like, in the, in the, uh, I say this because I don't know who the fuck's home and I don't want them to hear me saying blowjob really, really, really loudly. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. um, but in the book, it's like that as well as like their first thing. And, Obviously, in the movie, it looks kind of like just that Henry does it, like, and then not Alex at all. Like, but he might. I don't know. We didn't it see lo- it. So it looked like in this part, Henry gives Alex a blowjob, and then in yes. a later one, it looks like Alex gives Henry a blowjob in the stable yes. or whatever. Yes. And in the book, uh, Alex is like, I'm sorry if it was like bad or anything. I've never done it before. And Henry's just like, no, 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 you were enthusiastic. It's okay. And it's like, oh, God. <laughs> like, wow. That's so, what you want to hear. That's what you want to hear. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, it looks like a bow job. When he unbuttons his shirt, you see the key around his neck. Yeah. Which I already knew about from the book. But the key is to his house in Texas that he grew up in. Because they still own it. Yeah. We also find out that Henry has liked him since the Melbourne conference. Yes. And Henry, yeah, Henry says, you know, I've never owned a key in my entire life. And I'm like, I've never thought about that. That's a very good point. Because he's carted around everywhere and goes to the palace. Because the palace is heavily guarded. He just goes in by car. And... Yeah. Of course he would never need a key. Like, that's interesting. <laughs> I've never thought about it like that before. Of, c- of course he wouldn't have a key. So Alex tells him, I guess you could say I'm bisexual, which is, it seems like it's the first time he has said it. Yes. So that's very exciting. So this is him definitely coming to terms with like, oh, I'm pretty sure I'm bi. I like how he kind of makes Henry the same. Like, he's like expecting Henry yeah. to be the same. It's like, right, I should probably tell you. Okay. <laughs> like he says, I'm gay as a maple. Which is actually a quote from later in the book when he's coming out to Philip, his brother. <laughs> I think. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's when he's coming out to Philip that he says that. Um, so I was like, oh, that's very early for this quote. And he says he doesn't know what a maypole is. And know. he's like, Yeah, so a maypole, I had to look it up. And then I was like, and then I knew what it was once I looked up. I was like, oh, that thing. So I know what it is. I just didn't know what it was called a maple. Um, there's a thing called May Day. It's, I don't think it's in the US. I'm pretty sure it's in the UK. Um, and there's like a pole with a bunch of like, um, like, like, what are they? Like silk, like threads or something like that. And kids like run around holding onto them in circles. You ever see that? Kids are like running in a circle around this pole with like colorful, like ribbon. And like yes. yeah that's a maple <laughs> uh, so it's got like flowers all over it and it's a rainbow and like yeah <laughs> uh, that's a, that's a, that's a, so it makes sense makes sense <laughs> now it tracks so so he's as gay as a maple <laughs> i've been listening to this book for like ever and i've been reading this book forever and i just never questioned what a maple is i was just like yes of course oh he's really as gay as like, oh. yeah i didn't look it up until like literally an hour ago so <laughs> 
So Henry says we have to keep this casual, right? Like, mm. obviously, as long as as long as we keep this casual, we can see each other again. And Alex looks a little for a second. He looks disappointed. Yeah. So very interesting because in the book he didn't. He was like he was like, hell yeah, no, for sure. Like this is nothing. And then later on, he like ends up falling for him. But like, I think he's the one in the book that's like, oh, by the way, this is just a casual thing. I I, I could be remembering that wrong, but I'm pretty sure in the book he's the one who says that. And they're both like, yes, for sure, casual. But in this, he looks a little disappointed um, for a half a second before he goes, oh, yeah, for sure, press. Yes, totally, totally get it. But he kind of wanted something more by the looks yeah, of it. Yeah, I agree. I think so, too. And Henry says, I can't afford for you to fall in love with me. He's like, oh, for sure. Yeah, you you think I'll fall in love with you? Sure thing. Yeah, okay. I wish he does. So fair play. Yeah. Oops. Okay, so he invites him to the charity polo match next month. And he was like, oh. I don't know how to play polo, so I don't know how that how well that's gonna go. And I'm like, honey, <laughs> you're not gonna be playing polo. <laughs> you're gonna be watching polo. <laughs> Obviously, I, I didn't even know what polo was either until I saw it. I was like, oh, that's what polo is. That's what polo is. So he's like, oh, that's okay, because you won't be playing. <laughs> It'll be fine. You're just gonna be there. It's my guess. You'll be watching from the side. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And so I I love, side note, I do love that when Henry leaves and opens the door to leave, he, like, takes a second and turns back around and looks at Alex for, like, a good, like, five seconds. And then he, then he turns around and leaves. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, he wanted one last look. Which reminds me of another scene in the book, actually. And it was supposed to be in the movie because it was in the trailer. <laughs> but it wasn't in the movie. Hmm. Weird. When Alex first arrives at, at um, Kensington Palace um, to do the, you know, interviews and stuff like that of like, oh, we've been friends forever. He doesn't speak to Henry that much before he's, you know, sit- sitting in there and he's having a late night snack because of jet lag and stuff like that. And Henry comes into the kitchen that's attached to his room. He's like, oh, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, well, you have the good like ice cream in your fridge i know they would have stocked you up so i came to get some sorry and he's like no no take some and so this is it's like a nice little intimate moment between them where they're not like snipping at each other and it's just like interesting but one of my favorite moments is when henry's about to leave and he turns around kind of stops himself and he's just like i didn't i didn't know you wore glasses (laughs) and then he turns around and and leaves again (laughs) And Alex is sitting there like, what? Like, what was that about? But like, it's a little moment where Henry turns around and goes, he's quite cute. He wears glasses. And so this kind of reminds me of that moment where he like turns around and stares at him for a second of just like, huh, <laughs> look at him. Like, I want to look at him more. So yeah. I kind of I wish that was in the, in the movie because I saw it in the trailer, but no dice. I guess it's a deleted scene, maybe. Mm. Alex has arrived at the polo match. Him and Henry totally do shit in the in the in the tackle room or whatever yes. it's called. <laughs> um, I do want to mention that in the book, uh, Alex says a line that has stuck with me to this day. When he walks into the tackle room, he says, "What in the white person sex dungeon is this?" <laughs> 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 I 
So I wish you'd said that, but there was it was just a montage. Yeah. So apparently, since they're hungry, they then fly to Paris. <laughs> Because the next scene is in Paris after he says, oh, are you hungry? Yeah, I could eat. Shot, shoot to Paris. <laughs> yeah. I haven't even put that together. I know. Neither did I until the second time I watched it. They go to Paris to eat. What a life. If I had that life, I'd buy a thousand 80s albums and would have gotten into the fan sign anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So... Henry tells uh, Alex his full name, which is Henry George Edward James Hanover Stewart Fox, which is a very long name. And Alex says, oh, I thought Alexander Gabriel Claremont Diaz was a was a mouthful. And Henry goes, he is. I love that line. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, okay. Everyone in the, someone on Tumblr was like, Henry Foxmount Christian Windsor, which is his book in the name. You cheeky son. <laughs> My goodness. So we learn that Henry has told B about his sexuality, but no one else. He says uh, Philip's oblivious, which is like the sentence of the year. Like Philip is like the most oblivious, stupid person on the planet. I hate Philip. Yeah. <laughs> Philip sucks. And he kind of lets more in to Alex about... Look, I my life sucks. Like it's, I've literally been in the public for my entire life. Prince Henry belongs to Britain, and Henry Fox. I have to keep him in me, or else I'll lose him and he'll disappear. And I love that. I I, I love that description. I thought that was really well put. But so he's he has a lot of trouble like being able to do any of this because his life has all been been all about you know you should be this way you can't be. Yet not this way you, you do this he has a very difficult life yeah which is one of the one of the ways that money doesn't make any, everything better i guess <laughs> mm. like honestly money can buy happiness for certain people but like for him no <sighs> yeah. just brings more pressure he has so much pressure on him and then we get to a hot damn <laughs> ah yes it's a hot damn we, we arrive at the hot damn if you if you're new to our podcast hot damn is how we describe sex scenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's become a thing now where we just describe sex scenes as hot dams. It's just become a thing because I just kept saying hot damn in, in the previews for, for the. And now we kind of just like it's stuck. And now it's stuck. So we get to the hot damn. And I love this conversation that they have. I love that they talk about it beforehand. Yeah. And it shows people that you like. Sometimes it's good to talk about it beforehand. Like, hey, how are we going to do this? Like, I've never done this before. What should we do? Should you do this? Or should I do this? And, you know, all that fun stuff that you got to decide. Yeah. So I'm glad they had the discussion beforehand and I'm glad they showed it. And it's it was really cute. He's like, it's okay. I know you. Because he's like, I'm not being cool right now. And he puts his head. He's like, it's okay. It's okay. I got you. We're, we're fine. We can do this. <laughs> and just the real, like, intimacy behind this scene is really well done. They're just like, oh, they're just, oh. Mm. <laughs> I'm just watching them going, oh, I love them. <laughs> it's just me making noises now on the podcast. It's very intimate, very sensual scene. And it's really well directed and really well written. Yeah. And they fully show, like. Mm. Yeah, they simply <laughs> show as much as you can without showing what's happening. Yes. 
like judging by like positioning like obvious it's obvious what yes it's obvious what's happening yeah and but it's so like i keep saying the word intimate but like it's it is like i don't know what other word to use for it but I really love the way the scene was done because it really gives that like vibe of this is when Alex realized like oh wow I I think I I, I think I do feel a sort of way about you like yeah I think I'm in trouble <laughs> and he says to him he says I was really wrong about you mm-hmm. and Henry says most people are and I was like my heart kind of breaks in that moment I'm like poor Henry everyone <laughs> thinks thinks one way about him and he's and, and but in that moment they're both looking at each other and they're in this moment and they're like now they know who each other are yes and they are themselves with each other and i just think that this scene was so well done i thought it was so beautifully be- beautifully written beautifully directed so yeah one other thing i like about the scene is mm. in it we kind of see that both of them obviously they're having sex but like both of them are essentially wearing nothing except Alex is wearing his necklace and Henry's wearing his ring. And they mm. kind of focus on those things like individually during yeah, the yeah. scene. Which I think is maybe like again symbolism or foreshadowing or whatever for the future where they kind of give those things to the other. Which is also like Yes. Yeah, it's like making love like becoming one almost and then like with those objects and then giving them to each other later. Mm. I think is also maybe symbolism or that's a very good good, very good point i didn't notice that i didn't notice that but now i notice it and that's a very good point that's beautiful (laughs) yeah i like that they do really focus on those two things i did see i remember watching and i did see the key dangling down and i saw the signet ring as well but i did not put it together like oh this is like this means something and it totally does you're right it does mean something i've just noticed i've just noticed the condom wrappers that are just strewn across the the table there are two I, I called it out my reaction. I'm like, there are two. Really? <laughs> there are two. <laughs> there are two, which means something. This <laughs> which means something. Also, if you look to the right-hand side, which I don't think you have it pulled up right now, so I don't think I you don't. can. Okay. If you look to the right-hand side, I'm pretty sure those are lube bottles. <laughs> I buy it. I buy it. Like, there were in... In the book, there was literally a moment where it's like Henry had a travel-sized <laughs> version. <laughs> so, it probably is. But the, he did take the key off and it is laying over there with it. And Henry's like, oh, do you do you want to be in politics? Have you always wanted to be in politics? He's like, oh, yeah, I would still do it because I really I want to help out because, you know, my dad came over from Mexico with his sister and his dad when he was like 12. And there were no people in positions of power that like looked like us or had like similar last names to us. And so I, if I'm in a position of power to change stuff like that, then I'll, I'll do it. And I love, I love that mentality. Yeah. me too. And it definitely shows the difference between their lives because he says to Henry, he says, I know you can't fully understand what that's like. And it, yeah, it, it's, it really shows that that they've put their two different lives into a big perspective in this movie so that they can like learn from each other and see what each other's lives are actually like and kind of just like build on that. And I love the way that was framed, like the basis of their lives. Yeah. 
Alex is looking in fucking love on the plane right now. Damn. Like, in love. Yeah. He's looking out the window. <laughs> in love. And he gets home, and it turns out that an article has come out that there's a new Texas strategy, which Miguel has written about because he apparently got the quote from Alex. And he's like, fuck. That little shit. All I said to Miguel is that Texas is competitive and we want to win it. And he was like, she, she's like, okay, look, I have to tell everyone that we don't have this strategy. And he's like, no, we, we do and we should implement it. I kind of agree with her a little bit in this moment. Because later on, once, you know, they get fucked over, probably be better to, like, talk to people about it then, maybe. Um, but also... You shouldn't, this sounds stupid, and it makes it sound like Americans are stupid, which I'm not necessarily trying to say, but things. Um, But if you're trying to, like, you know, implement a strategy somewhere, the best thing to do would be to not tell that place about it. Like, if you told Texas, oh, we have a, we have a strategy to change your minds, they'll be like, fuck you, we're not changing our minds. (laughs) So I feel like I'm, I'm, I kind of agree with her in this moment where, like, you don't want to let people know that you have this plan or else they're going to push back and say, no, I don't want you to. That feels like you're controlling my mind. I'm not letting you do that. So I, I do kind of agree with her right now, even though I totally agree with him of, like, let's fight for, you know, all of this. Let's fight to get more youth vote. Let's fight to get all this back. And she's I, I totally agree with him. But we should not tell people that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah. At least before the election. Not a good idea. So he's very upset with her. And it kind of makes it seem like she's in the wrong when he walks out and he says, ask any of the women who work for you, you know, when you started. And they'll probably be able to tell you, but you probably forgot. And walks out. And then she looks a bit sad. And I'm like, well, honestly, she's not that much of the villain in this scene because she is right. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe we're hiding it for the wrong reasons. Maybe she... She's hiding it because she doesn't want to do it and she wants to focus on the Rust Belt stuff. That's what she wants to focus like. on all that. I think yeah. and I think when she first says she's like, I this is my plan, I'm not gonna look into it. We're just gonna get yeah. it because we don't have it, because it's not a thing. It's not like, okay, yeah. we can work on this, but we can't let people know we're working on it type of situation. Yeah. So that would if if that was the plan, then she wouldn't be then she wouldn't be like in the wrong. But yeah, I I definitely think that it, she should have had like more of a moment of oh yeah maybe maybe we should do this maybe instead of just it being about no i'm not implementing this at all (laughs) yeah but she does talk to zara and she does look at the plan and she's like actually it's pretty fucking good so (sighs) i'm gonna send you to texas and you're gonna work on this entire thing and he's hella excited because alex claremont diaz if anything is very excited about politics. That is yeah. one of his major traits. He's a big politics fan. Couldn't be me, but to each their own. And Same. he's got a goal to get a million new voters on their side, or at least signed up. And it has him... Th- during this, you do see the emails. You hear the emails. You don't realize... They're a little in the background. I literally almost skipped it because I forgot the emails were here. This is how... This is why I wish the emails were a a bigger focus. (laughs) And 
the first email that we hear is the beginning of my favorite quote. Oh. <laughs> yes, the beginning of. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god, that changed real fast. The beginning. The beginning, the beginning of. <laughs> I really fucking wish this Because why start it if you're not going to finish it? <laughs> so, my favorite quote. Let me just, let me just tell you now. It's chapter eight. Let me, let me find it. Chapter eight. Oh, you know what? I'm pretty sure I left it in, didn't I? I did. <laughs> I left it bookmarked. Okay. Nice. So chapter eight, the beginning of chapter eight has Henry saying in an email, Alex, I can't think of a single other way to start this email except to say, and I do hope you will forgive both my language and my utter lack of restraint. You are so fucking beautiful. I love that quote so much. <laughs> I read that and then I had to put the book down for like an hour because I was like thinking about it over and over again. I was like, damn, damn, that's beautiful. That's some A-class Riz right there. <laughs> that's gorgeous. Um, and so it starts out like this in the movie. And I got so excited because it says, dear Alex, I can't think of a single way to start this email. I went, <gasps> I was like, really, really? And then it continues to say, except to say you're incredible. That's it? <laughs> was it? Was it your incredible or was it like how incredibly proud I am of you? I thought it was like No, that. no. It's just you're incredible. It's just, uh, I can't think of a single better way to start this email except to say you're incredible. That's it. That has That does not have the same vibe as the book, does it? <laughs> the book sounds like an early 1800s romance if you're talking like that. <laughs> yeah this, this sounds like you're talking to a friend say hey dude you're you're the shit like <laughs> i'm just very upset that my favorite quote was started and not finished i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> they like know. they like teased me with it <laughs> and then they took it away <laughs> yeah so upset um <laughs> anyway he does have the part where he says, um, should I tell you that when, I when I'm when i sleeping, your body comes back to me in my dreams? That's in the book. I love that quote. And they actually bring it back later in the book when the emails are hacked. And someone was like, did you see this part? And it's like, should I tell you your body comes back to my dreams? And he's like, fuck. Like, the, uh, the, our very utmost personal thoughts have been yeah. leaked. And it really drives it home that, hey, something really fucking bad has happened. <laughs> It shows Alex basically running around and, and implementing his plan while the emails are coming over. And it's cute, but the emails should have had way more of a... Oh, we got a middle finger from someone. Fuck. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw um, that. Damn. I didn't see that until the second watch. Uh, <laughs> I was too focused on the emails and trying to, like, really take them in. But... He also, says, he also says another quote I like from the emails, which is, I'll be damned, but I miss you. And by the way, all three of those quotes that I like, like you know, minus half of the one that yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the most, but all three of those are in the same email from Henry. Like, that is, like, chapter eight's big email. Like, it's the very beginning of the of chapter eight, and it goes on for... How many pages? Oh, one. Okay. <laughs> Two, if you want to count, like, the two facing pages. But it's just, like, the one set of two pages that are in front of you. And all three of those are from one email. So we didn't even touch on anything in the other emails, by the way. Or we didn't any watch, like, or we didn't read any of the other emails, which is, like, 
I feel like we should have done. Like, I feel like they should have been in here more. I, yeah. I think that's my one one big critique about this is that the emails were not really in this as much as they should have been. Mm-hmm. But he gets his goal. They get a million new voters, which is great. And he heads on back to the East Coast to New York for the DNC, the Democratic National Convention. And I, I like his, his, his speech here. His, his speech went very well from the looks of it. And afterwards, he's in the hotel and Miguel pops up. No. Being like, ooh, we're in the same hotel. Ooh. Fuck you, Miguel. (laughs) Yeah, no. Uh, And and Alex is just like, you really fucking think we're going to hook up again? He's like, not anymore with that tone. God, what what did I do? He's like, what do you think you did? You're like wrote about all that um texas strategy when i didn't fully tell you about it he's like look it was on the record apparently so and you've enacted the whole thing so was i wrong <laughs> like yeah. it's not like i was wrong which i totally get but also once alex storms out and sees henry has surprisingly shown up miguel kind of notices a little bit too that henry oh, he has shown up. He clocks it. He fully clocks it. He sees the arm. He sees the hand on the arm and he's like, eh, eh, what's this? <laughs> I knew exactly where this was going once he saw that. I'm like, oh, no. He he has a little, like, little quirk of his mouth, too. Up. He's like, huh. Yeah. Interesting. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Hate you. Um, so he's totally the... We'll talk about that later. Um, so obviously Alex and Henry... Go upstairs and do shit. Um, yeah. They're horny motherfuckers. <laughs> yep. Chilling, asking each other's questions. He asked him if he ever had his heart broken, and I'm like, we're getting deeper. And he says, once when my father died. Yeah. Which is valid. And obviously, they do more shit because they end up in the bed. However, in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I love this moment. Zara shows up, and this this is one of my favorite scenes in the book. It's so fucking funny. And she knocks on the door, and she's like, Alex, it's almost seven. You're supposed to be out. You're supposed to be dressed. Where the fuck are you? And he's like, shit, we gotta get you the fuck out of here. And he, like, he's, like, getting him dressed. And Henry kind of runs off, like, on his own in this, in the book. Alex is like, oh, God, um, get in here. And he points at the closet, and Henry looks at him, and he's like, Quite. But he's like, yeah, I understand the irony. Get in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. But he does end up in the closet either way. Alex ends up butt-ass naked on the screen. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put your pants on. Okay. <laughs> and Zara immediately is like, oh my god, who the fuck is she? Who is... Where is she? I see her phone here. <laughs> Which is ridiculous, because she's she's very worried about, like, you know, national security and shit like that. Yeah. Alex isn't allowed to have his phone in his, another phone in his room that's someone else's, because they could, like, be listening in. He's not allowed to do anything without someone signing an NDA. He has, like, a, an approved list of girls as well. So this is, like, her worst nightmare. <laughs> Until she opens the closet and sees Henry. <laughs> and then it becomes worse. And then it becomes even worse. So she likes to start. She's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> she can see her entire life flash before her eyes. <laughs> yeah. And 
she's like, okay, who the fuck else knows about this? And they're like listing off all the people like Amy, Nora, Percy, and he's like, oh, and I told my sister. He's like, oh, really? I didn't know that. She's like, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's really happy for us. Oh, great. (laughs) She's like, oh, my God. (laughs) And I understand her frustration. They are in a, as she said, a hotel covered in reporters and cameras. And he's decided to do this here. (laughs) And it's probably because they got too, like, comfortable with it. And so they were like, oh, let's just, let's go upstairs. Let's, Let's have some fun. Like, they didn't think about, oh, you know what? This is probably the worst place we could be doing this. And I love the swiftness with, like, she says, would it make any difference if I say you couldn't see him again? And he just says, no. <laughs> yeah. Immediately. Like, just no hesitation. Just no. No, no. <laughs> Not even a little. Every time I see you, it takes a year off my life. There it is. Great quote. <laughs> this whole thing she says to Henry is. Say it. It's great. So it. It's so it funny. So I'm. I'm gonna go the fuck over it. As for you, little fuck Leroy. <laughs> Great start. You get your ass back to merry old England right now. I want you chewing on a goddamn crumpet by sunset. And if anyone sees you leave this hotel, I will Brexit your head from your body. <laughs> so good. So good. And she walks away and just goes, your majesty. <laughs> yeah, of course. That'd be criminal. Your royal highness. Whatever. Um... But they don't pay me enough for this shit. <laughs> I love her so much. She's an icon. And now he has to go tell his mom before Zara freaks out and tells her for him. So in he goes to talk to his mother and is like, okay, so it's kind of relevant to the campaign. So I got to talk to you. But I met someone. And she's like, oh, yay. Wonderful. It's like, no, no, no. Um, not a Republican, but um, a he. And he is Henry. <laughs> she's like, you you mean the Prince of England, Henry? I like just sit down and like, oh, okay. I'm gonna sit. Okay, this is definitely something we need to talk about. Um, in the book, one of her big things is doing uh, PowerPoint presentations and uh, things like that. that. Yeah, 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 there was a reference. I, it's in this part. But so I was like, Oh, I missed out on the PowerPoints. It was like the, uh, and she actually says like, oh, when he says, oh, I'm bi, she says, oh, the B isn't silent. That's one of the titles of her power, one of her PowerPoints is <laughs> the B isn't silent. A, a crash course on bisexual Americans or something like that. It was like one of her like little pamphlets or something like that. And there was another one. <laughs> I think it was called, uh, it was like exploring your sexuality. Healthy. But does it have to be with the Prince of England? <laughs> I miss her titles. They're really funny. Her, her PowerPoint titles are hysterical. And talking to him, she's like, okay, this is like really big considering you're both in a, you know, place of power and importance. Yes. And so everyone's eyes are on you. So you really need to figure out if you feel forever about him. Because this is a forever kind of decision. Mm-hmm. And I like that they touched on that because it was in the book. And I did love the way she worded that. Just do you feel forever about him? However, then she steers right into the, oh, by the way, we didn't have the sex talk. The right sex talk. My that bad. Was funny. 
That was fun. She's like, that was my bad for like assuming that you were one way. I'll have it now. And she just goes through everything in like two seconds. She goes through condoms. She goes through medication for like possible like infections. And she, 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 someone on Tumblr said, I'm glad I was alive long enough to hear Uma Thurman say the word bottomy. So she goes through fucking everything in two seconds. He's like, no, we're not going to do this. No, thank you. I can't believe they gave you the nuclear codes. And she's like, okay, but you have to, you have to tell your dad. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know. And they have a nice little moment. So I, I love that we get to see the relationship a bunch because I do really love it. Yeah, me too. And he says something that like I really resonated with, which was when he says, I just came out to my mom in the email. He says, I was never afraid of her rejection. I was afraid that she would see me differently than before. But now I realize that's exactly the point. Like, I was kind of worried the same way. Like, obviously, I knew my mom. Because we have, like, friends and stuff like that and work friends and stuff like that who were in the community. So I was like, I'm not, like, scared of her reaction at all. But, like, what if I'm seen differently? And then, like, him saying, but that's the point. And I'm like, oh, that totally is the point. Like, it made me really think about it. Like, yeah, I'm different. I want you to see that difference. Mm. So I like that he made that point. I really resonated with that quote. And he invites Henry in the email to the summer house. I can't remember. Was it, was it in Texas? I'm pretty sure it's in Texas. Um, I think it was in Texas. Yeah, it's in Texas. Um, and so he invites him over and he says, bring Pez because uh, Nora wants to see him too. <laughs> So he's like, okay. So he comes over and they're all kind of having fun at this nice little vacation house. And oh, the, I, well, I do want to touch on this. When they're reading, they're both reading on the hammock. And Alex puts his book down to like just stare at Henry, big in love mood. Um, but the book he puts down is La- One Last Stop by Casey McQuiston. And Casey McQuiston is the author of Red, White, and Royal Blue. So this is her other oh. book. Oh, really? This is one of her other books. She has, like, uh, I think she's working on her fourth one, fourth one right now. She has, uh, but One Last Stop was the second one that came out after Red, White, and World Blue. And I, I have it. I have two covers of it. I have not read it yet because I have a problem with reading books <laughs> on time. Um, and the only reason I have two covers of it is because when I ordered the Red, White, and World Blue special cover, you had to also order <laughs> One Last Stop. It came uh, upset. Yes, so. so so I have two covers of it, and I do really want to read it because it's lesbians. <laughs> Ooh. So I have to. So I shall. Um, but I really love that little nod in there to, to Casey McQuiston that they put her book in there that he was reading. Super cute. And go, Alex, for read- reading queer women media. Like, <laughs> And then we go to the bar with karaoke. <laughs> yes. And... That's fun. I like that. <laughs> I love, like, it cuts Henry off as he's saying I'm not doing karaoke, and then just cuts to him. <laughs> to him doing karaoke, yeah. To him doing karaoke. And he's singing the same song he sings in the book, which is Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. Great song. Wonderful moment in the in the book. And <laughs> in the book, as he's singing this, <laughs> Alex turns to Nora and drunkenly says, Bisexuality is truly a rich and beautiful tapestry. <laughs> And she's like, I'm so drunk right now. (laughs) 
this is too good. But in this one, it's giving major heart eyes. Alex is like staring at Henry like so intensely. Like he is in love. This is a moment where you can tell, oh, this bitch is in love. <laughs> yeah. He's fully in love. I think this is when he really, really puts a name to it and realizes it. So the next day, we go to talk to dad. And he's either already told him or it's kind of implied in the sentence he said. Yeah, it, it seemed more like he was trying to, like, test the waters, I think. Like, he's like, oh, so you, you like him? Like, and he's like, yeah, no, yeah. So it's like, I, to me, it seemed like he was, like, he hadn't told him yet, but, like, he was kind of, like, implying it in this conversation. Yeah, without directly saying it. Yeah. And then his dad was like, oh, yeah, sure, I like him. Um, And he's like, and then, so Alex goes on to say what he said in the book, which is like, I'm not sure if you want to have a little Catholic moment about this and have a freak out. And he's like, oh, give me a break. I'm the patron saint of gender neutral, gender neutral bathrooms in Austin, you little shit. <laughs> I'm very equality driven. And he's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> so Alex climbs up um onto this little, like, what is this dock. called? It's like a dock. Yeah, it's a little dock. Yeah. In, in the middle of the water. And they're being cute. I fucking love them. Yeah. <laughs> they're being adorable. And Alex is like, oh, we should come back here next summer. And he says something that he doesn't say in the book. So this is way more of an interesting, triggering thought than the book's is. Because he's like, we should come back here next summer. And Henry's just like, I don't know. like, Because I, I think in the book he was just getting a vibe from Alex that he... Mm -hmm. Was starting to like him a bit more. But in this, Alex says, we could walk around Austin holding hands and no one would care. As soon as he said that, I was like, oh no. Yeah. And Henry's just like, oh fuck. Like it will, it will matter. Because I think Alex in this moment is just like, oh yeah, like I won't be under any stress anymore. But Alex, Henry will be. <laughs> He's still going to be the Prince of England. <laughs> There's no yeah. changing that. So, and Alex is like, like so close to being like, I love you. Like, he's like, I need to talk to you. I'm going to say something. He's about to say, I love you. And Henry just dives right into the water. <laughs> like, yeah, if you does. can't say it back, avoid it. <laughs> and I like the shot, though, of him in the water, just like sitting there, trying not to like panic. <laughs> mm. But it's, it's a very good shot. It was really well filmed. And then he just swims away. Alex is like, hey, wait, where are you going? Henry's just like, no, bolt. fuck it. I'm bolting. I'm out. Yeah. And, oh, fuck. Henry looks so sad. No. <laughs> I'm like, I just like played it. He's like, has tears in his eyes as he's laying there. It's very hard for him to live his life as he wants. Because he's, you know, he's got so much pressure bearing down on him. The royal family's on easy life. So he leaves in the middle of the night. And there was a note in the book that he left. He didn't just walk out. He left a did note. Did it happen in the movie? Because I did not no. see it. No. Okay, that's what I thought. It did not happen in the movie. And it's it's just one sentence. Because they touch on this in emails like beforehand. Uh, about like the story between Fisba and Pyramus or something like that. Um, and about how there was like a, a wall built and like some of the, it was like a whole like story of a Greek tragedy. And so he just leaves him a message that says, dear Thisba, I wish there weren't a wall. And then he leaves. 
That's all he wants. And so Alex keeps that with him, like, the entire time. And then when he goes back to confront him, he's like, oh, you don't, okay, then what's this then? What does this mean if you, if, if you don't love me? Like, what is this? So that was very important note. And I'm like, rip, rip to the note. I missed that note. Like, <laughs> it meant so much in that moment. And I was gone. And he says he ended things with Alex. So I wonder if there was a conversation we didn't see or if he just fucking walked out. I, I don't know. I don't think so. I think I'm, I think he, I think on his end he ended things, but I think he kind of just like ghosted him. Yeah. There were bees on the screen. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. There's flowers that they're walking around, like Henry and B. And, and I noticed that when I was reacting to it, I was like, fuck. <laughs> There's just bees on the screen. Okay, they're gone. All right. <laughs> Christ, jump scare me next time. Um, so she's like, Come on, like, can't you just like live how you live how you want? Like, don't give a fuck about what those people think. And he's like, I can't. Like, my life has always been Prince Henry. Like, I, I, I can't just do whatever I want to do. And she's like, Do you love him? And he's like, What difference would it make if I did? Because this is the life I'm stuck in. Yeah. This sucks for Henry. Alex keeps calling. Henry's just not answering. And so Nora brings up the excellent idea of, why don't you just go to London? <laughs> like, you have the, the plane miles. Go over there yeah. and talk to him face Nothing to face. Stopping Nothing's stopping you. Just go talk to him face to face. So, Alex is at the gate. He wants to see you. So Henry goes down there and they have a talk. And this, oh, this is one of my favorite scenes in the book because it's just so powerful. I feel like it's ever so slightly less powerful in the movie, but it's still really good. It's powerful for what it is. I like it. And he's like, why, why, like, why do you just leave like it was nothing? Like, I, I feel like I'm the only one willing to fight for us. And what the fuck? And Henry's like, do you think this is easy for me? Me just walking out like that? It's not. Like, I, I have a very difficult life and I didn't want to leave you. Okay, I'm recording now. Okay, so a little update. <laughs> um, we have some technical issues where my recording stopped on my computer, and now I'm recording off my phone. So my audio might sound re weird for the rest of this. Apologies. Goddamn. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, so I, I have fifteen percent left on my phone. I'll keep an eye on it and then plug it in at the like the last second. Um. <laughs> Right. So, so Alex basically storms the castle and is like, I love you. What the fuck? Like, he doesn't let him run away this mm -hmm. time when he says it. He's like, I, I, like, he says it like twice. He's like, I love you. Like, I, I really thought you might love me too. He's like, I don't get to like be like this in my position. It's just not something I can do. It's not possible. He's trying to get him to leave. And so Alex says, okay. You okay? I'll I'll leave. I'll leave. And in the book, he says this as well. But he says I'll leave as soon as you tell me to leave. Look me in the mm, eyes. Look yeah. me in the eyes and tell me you want me to leave, and then I'll go. Because he knows, Jack. Like he he knows that he's not gonna say that. Yeah. There's no way that's happening. And instead, Henry says fine come with me let me show you something something i want you to see i like that they put that here uh in the book it was more like after this um 
argument, they kiss, make up, and stay the night. And then the next day or the next night, he takes him to the museum. But in a way, this is him showing Alex, oh, this is a part of me that no one really knows about. And I... I honestly really like that they put that here because it makes it seem like Henry went here the way he was describing it to clear his head of everyone else's thoughts. Like he knows Mm -hmm. that everyone's got their eyes on him. Everyone has expectations for him, but he says he goes to this place when he wants it to be like just him. And so I think this was a really good idea to put this here because then it helps him make a decision better in terms of what he wants rather than what everyone else wants. So we go to the VNA, which I love. I love the VNA. I've been, I think, twice. Um, there was a K-pop exhibit here a few months back <laughs> that I got to go to. Um, no. So when they entered it, I was like, is that the VNA? Because <laughs> I don't remember if it was the VNA in the book or not. I just remember it was a museum. But he talks about how he used to go here with his dad. And I, I love his whole speech of just in here at night. It's just... We're just shadows passing through. No one's gawking at me. And it's just, it's a place he goes to like really think. And I, I, I like that. I like this scene. It's really well done in the movie. I loved it in the book, but this is really pretty and really well done. And I like yeah when he says, I had this vision that I danced for the love of my life here. And Alex is like immediately pulling out his phone. Like, I got you. Pull out phone, play some music. Let's dance. <laughs> Let me play some music. No problem. I've got this. <laughs> And it's Can't Help Falling in Love, too, which is, like, one of my favorite love songs. So, fair play, Alex. Well done. <laughs> and just them dancing together is, like, really sweet. Like, this is really beautiful. I love this scene. It's... That was really cute. It's... Uh, I keep using this word, but, like, it's just is. It's intimate. It's just the yeah. two of them. There's so much meaning of love behind it. It's just nice. And he says, I pr- I'll give me time and I'll try to be brave for us because when they write the history of my life, I want it to include you and my love for you. Just beautiful. Mm. However, I, the main thing I want to point out in this scene. Oh. Good thing. Is, oh, okay. Never good mind. thing, good thing. Is when Alex says history, huh? Bet we can make some. Which is like the big quote that's from that book. It's like oh, the yeah. quote that everybody quotes. It's on all the t-shirts. It's in all the fan art. It's everywhere. So I was waiting for that. <laughs> I was like, where is it? Yeah. And it was in, I'm pretty sure it was in an email in the book. And in this, it was like out loud. Like he said it out loud, which I actually quite like. So we arrive at the plane. Alex is going back to the US. And yeah. Henry says, until you can have all of me, I'll give you a piece of me. And he gives him his signet ring. And in the book, um, he puts the signet ring on the necklace with the key, and he keeps them both uh, under his shirt. But in this, they I trade. thought that's what he was going to do at first. Yeah. When he took off the necklace, I thought he was going to throw that on, but then giving it back to him. I actually like that better, giving yeah. it back to him. I know. I like. I do, too. I do, too. I really like. In the book, he said it's because now he can have both of his homes close to his heart, which I really like. Mm-hmm. But I do really like the fact that they traded here. That was really cute. Because then they both have a piece of each other. Yeah. And the second Henry wakes up the next morning and it and the subtitles are like, chatter outside, people talking and distinctly phones ringing. I was like, oh my God, did it happen now? Did the leak happen now? Like, I was like freaking out. Because <laughs> like, uh, in the book, 
we're not with Henry when the leak happens. We're with Alex. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, the leak happens, oh, and works. Alex is like, fuck. And Zara's running in going, what the fuck did you do? And it's chaos. But in this, we see it from Henry's perspective. It's very interesting that we're, we're with Henry when this happens. I, I actually really liked seeing his point of view. Because afterwards, we, we didn't see, like, anything of his reaction in the book. We just eventually, once Alex gets the phone, get to hear Henry's voice and how poorly he's been doing. Yeah. And... So it's very interesting to see it from Henry's point of view and just to see like it all falling apart from his eyes. Mm-hmm. And he says, how many of the emails are leaked? And she says, all of them. Every single one. And uh, it's traumatizing. He wants to call Alex. He wants to talk to him, make sure he's okay. But they're not allowing him to. So the news is picking up on all of this. Like There's an email leak. Turns out that Alex and, and Henry are together they've been together for a while and the president is trying to avoid talking about it on the news but every single reporter is trying to talk to about it in the book in the book richards is a dick one because he fucking leaked the emails but two because after he leaks the emails he goes on news going oh this is like horrible like how are we supposed to expect her to remain impartial when like her own family is like part of a marginalized community i was like oh fuck you (laughs) He's like, how should we expect her to to remain impartial on traditional family values? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Little bitch. And then we see Miguel is being interviewed. Shock of all shocks. Shock of all shocks. They're like, oh, you wrote about this like two hours after they dropped. How many? How how did you have time to read all the seventy five emails before they dropped? He's like, oh, what are you insinuating? And it's like, you fucking leaked it, dude. This dick yeah. didn't. This dick couldn't couldn't get it on with Alex anymore. So he decided to say, "Well, fuck you then. I'm leaking yeah. all your emails." A piece of shit. I hate him so much. No, he's the worst. He's the absolute worst. I'm pretty sure that at this point I was talking about Alex and Henry hiring an assassin to kill him. <laughs> in my reaction, because that's Sick. how fed up I was with him at that point. I was like, "Just go away." Perfect. Love to see it. And his speech is pretty word for word, at least from what they took from the book. It wasn't in this yeah. part of the movie, which is shocking. They wait a bit until they're like more composed. I think it would have probably happened more around, like when they walked out onto the terrace, um, at the at Buckingham Palace, like it oh, positioned yeah. around that part of the movie. So it's interesting. The speech is here before they even got to talk to each other. But his, there were a lot of uh, quotes in his speech that were pretty word for word for the book. Good speech as well. He's like, this is our relationship and queer people should be able to decide when and where they they say and coming out on their own terms and all that, all that stuff. And absolutely right. 100%. So the, the funnel, fundamental right of self-determination is exactly the struggle for queer liberation has always been fought for that queer liberation has always fought for like thank you because i've been getting because i had been getting really into queer history lately which you know and so i Mm. was like thank you for saying that jesus christ and he's just like simple story is this i fell in love happened to be a guy happened to be the prince oops like um i'm sorry it's like i can't just like control my feelings and he says i hope one day we'll have the opportunity to pu- be public about our relationship on our own terms cuz this was not our own terms obviously this was we were outed 
And Zara says he did a pretty good job with the speech, which I think is the first compliment we've heard from her, which is great. <laughs> uh, yeah, literally. <laughs> Zara has a lot to deal with. He just goes, oh, I wish I could talk to Henry. I hope he's watching. I can feel him watching. Like, like, oh, like, oh, I'm, there's this thing he does with his, like, eyebrows and he's concentrating. He does this little thing when he's wearing, it's cute. And she's like, oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. She's like fed up by that point. It's like, I'm so done with you talking about him. Jesus. <laughs> and so she calls. Uh, let me check her hand. What is her, what is her hand look like? Hang on before I say. Yeah, she talk, she calls her boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sean. <laughs> yeah. She is dating Sean. In the book, they're engaged. That's how long she kept that secret for. <laughs> Damn. They got engaged all throughout the like book or something like that. It was so funny. It's just as if you don't put these two homosexuals, lovesick homosexuals on the phone with each other. <laughs> I swear to God, you will never see me naked again. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> I love her so much. I love her so she's much. She's the best. She's literally the best. Oh, yeah. And he's like, Zara, I could kiss you. And she just immediately goes, touch me and die. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so good. <laughs> touch me and die. <laughs> Fucking love her. And ah, when Henry gets the phone and he says hello and Alex just says baby on the other end, I know that every single person that read the book is fucking dying at that part. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Because... There's a section of the book where he's they're talking on the phone to each other. It was after they had started their whole thing. And they're on the phone to each other. And he just... Uh, Henry's, like, just being like, no, I'm fine. It's fine. And Alex just kind of, like, sits there for a second. And he goes, baby. <laughs> and he's just like... <sighs> and, and, and it says, oh, baby's become a thing with them lately. Especially when Alex knows that Henry is having a tough time and won't say anything about it. It's his little way of coaxing something out of him, kind of. So they do touch yeah. on that in the book, kind of. So everyone was, like, waiting for him to say it. So I'm glad they did have him saying it to him in the movie. Otherwise, people would have been like, where was baby? <laughs> so I literally melted at the way. I was like, baby! So... They finally get to speak to each other. They're both not doing great. Alex is hanging in there, but Henry is just, like, bad. Like, he's having a yeah. very hard time. Oh, it's rough. And Alex says, I'm coming to London tonight. Hold on till I get there. And it shows them meeting up on the stairs and just holding each other. That was sad. When he's, like, collapsed on the stairs. He, like, collapsed into his arms. And I was like, I'm gonna cry. Excuse me. I'm gonna sob. Um... They're so cute together, though. He's watching him play piano and smiling. They're so domestic. Yeah. So they play t piano together for a second. But apparently we haven't heard anything from Buckingham Palace or the King since it happened. They're probably trying to figure shit out. Cover it up. Yeah. And Alex says, speaking of boyfriends on strings, have you heard who Zara's dating? <laughs> or have you heard who Sean's dating? <laughs> like what <laughs> but there's a moment here that i do want to touch on um that he says people used to call me the prince of england's hearts and i don't think that's quite true anymore and it reminded me of like a tweet from the book of like after all of this was outed and it's this like mother on Twitter being like, my 12-year-old daughter has been dreaming of marrying Prince Henry since she was little. She's gonna be, she, she's been crying all day. She's devastated. I'm like, bitch, she was never gonna marry Prince Henry. Shut up. <laughs> she was 12. She was 12. Shut the fuck up. 
and be supportive. <laughs> but I also love that this kind of like connects to the end in a way, kind of ish and ish, because the whole crowd comes up and it's like, no, you're still the prince of their hearts. Yeah. Like this whole crowd is here for you and the crowd and all the other locations are here for you. It's okay. And now we've learned that the king wants to see both of them. Philip's being a little shit again. Fuck you, Philip. Yeah. <laughs> I like that it, throughout the scene, also, you can see the king start to be annoyed by Philip as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he, was, he wasn't, like, Philip wasn't on his side. He was yeah. just there. He was just there. <laughs> and the way they did the scene is similar to what they did in the book, which I really like, which is when the king enters, or in the book's case, the queen enters, enters to just... It's silent for like a good while, and everyone's like looking at each other, like, what what do we do? And then the first thing out of the monarch's mouth is just, you know, I've heard there's this new invention, like online, where you can like fabricate any sort of evidence. You know, I bet I bet we could do something like immediately on the offensive like that, trying to figure out how they could like debunk this entire thing. And they did the same thing with the movie here. Which I really, I really like. Because that was such a moment of like, oh shit, I, fuck, they are going to try and cover it up. <laughs> mm. I like that Henry is standing up for himself. Like in the book, we see kind of a little bit of it. But it's also everyone else going, hey, fuck you. You can love whoever you want. <laughs> but in this, you really do see him being the one to stand up and go, hey, I deserve to be happy. This is the truth. Mm. I'm not just going to hide it. This is not going to be something I do. And he fully stands up for himself, which I I love seeing. And Philip's just like, look, just because you're like infatuated and they're like, Philip, shut up. <laughs> yeah. This isn't some mad infatuation. Like, we love each other. Did you even read the emails? And he's like, God, no. <laughs> God, no, I didn't read the emails. Like, good. Because honestly, that love would be like too confusing for you because you don't love that deeply. Fuck you. It would also just be weird to read emails like that from, like, yeah. your sibling, I feel like. Yeah, that would be very And then, weird. like, how immediately, immediately his grandfather is like, oh, I read them all. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Awkward. Two very different sides of his family. Awkward. But. Yeah. At least he can see for himself that they do love each other. And he did say for, I don't even know, some semblance of credit, that he's like, I can tell your love is genuine. But then he just goes on to say, I don't care like this you can't you can't like you need to cover it up though yeah we need to cover it up like your love is genuine but like this can't be a thing okay <laughs> that's what he says occasionally vulgar but genuine <laughs> yeah that's what it was yeah <laughs> and he says your duty is not to your heart but to your country and anything other than maintaining the traditional royal image is out of the question and alex is like why why is it out of the question and uh, he's like, you're not allowed to speak. I didn't, I didn't tell you you could speak. And Henry's like, okay, I'll ask it then. Why? Why? <laughs> Why is it out of the question? And they're like, oh, they won't accept you. They won't accept you as a homosexual. Which, it is very funny hearing Stephen Fry, like, talk about shit like that. Because Stephen Fry's, like, a wonderful person. I, I love that they're having Stephen Fry play this, like, horrible guy. <laughs> yeah. I love Stephen Fry. He's a great actor. Then this guy comes in and he's like, oh, there's, a, there's a crowd gathering outside. He's like, how, how many people? I don't know. About several thousand? <laughs> quite, quite a lot of people. Yeah. He's like, okay, then you guys should go home. Um, I'll get the car for you. You can go out the back. And it's like, no, no. What's going on outside? <laughs> I want to know what's going on outside. And B's the first one to notice it. And she's like, oh my God, come see this. And turns out there's a very large crowd forming, not just outside. 
but also in Manchester, Sheffield, Birmingham, we got mm. Liverpool, Cardiff, and Edinburgh. And so everyone is just forming everywhere in show of support for Prince Henry. Yeah. And for Alex as well, by default. Just being like, we love you. It's okay. <laughs> and he go, he sees that, gives him the courage to go, you know what? I'm not going to be ashamed of this anymore. Like, I'm going to let the world know me for who I am and not who you want me to be. They're about to walk outside. He's like, are you sure this is what you want? So I I do appreciate that he asks that. <laughs> like, in terms of the queen in the book, she's just like, no, not happening. No. But then she's like, are you sure this is what you want? It's like, oh, thank you for asking. Yes. And so <laughs> they go outside. I love I love this whole opening the door thing. I was like, are they going out into the balcony? This is crazy. I don't read this. This didn't happen in the book. This is so cool. So they go out onto the balcony to wave at all the crowd of people. Hello. We are here. We are queer. <laughs> yeah, I did really like that moment when they go out and like overlooking the crowd. I like all of the pride flags, Donna. Now yeah. we see there's a very close race. Also, I would like to note that Maine is like striped. Like, what the fuck, Maine? <laughs> I, was, like, I think Massachusetts was blue, right? Um, let's see. Uh, it was hard to tell. I think it was up in the blue area. Uh, Massachusetts. Yes, yeah, blue. Yeah, that, that that tracks. Maine is the only stripy state. It's like both. It's like it's like it's tied or something. I didn't know you could tie in these. Um, I actually didn't either. Yeah, California is blue too, which is not a shocker. Um, New York blue, not a shocker. But Texas is the last remaining state, and it's a very close race. Like it's hinging on Texas. Like whoever gets Texas wins. I like how Henry is like, wait, we're the blue team, right? <laughs> Oh man, he's so confused. Like, what the fuck's going he's on here? He's so confused. I don't know what democracy is. It's so funny. <laughs> and Alex can see that his mom is starting to write a concession speech just in case. He's like, oh, I fucking hate this. Like, this is the most stressful I've ever been in my life. And he, yeah. bring, he brings Henry off to the side and he's like, oh, I really don't want this to end. Uh, I think my mom's working on her concession speech. Thank you for being here. And he, Henry wore yellow roses on his tie, which is the Texas thing. So I did not know that. I can't remember if I already knew that or if I knew that because of the book. <laughs> I could have known it because of the book. So <laughs> I can't remember if he wore a yellow roses tie in the. I think he might have done. I think he wore a tie with yellow roses on it in the book as well. I fully don't remember though. But as they're hugging, we hear cheers erupt from the other room. NBC now yeah. projects that Ellen Claremont has carried Texas and its 40 electoral college votes. So she won. They won the presidency. They flipped Texas, which is very exciting. Yeah, they did. Every like election season now, or at least like the last election season that passed, I think. Um, I saw people on TikTok that were red, white, and royal blue fans have it with like their book in front of them, surrounded by candles, like praying to it, like flip Texas, flip Texas. <laughs> <laughs> so funny so now we have our um not success not um, not um what was it concession speech is that it? not our concession speech but our succession speech we we have succeeded we have got the yes. presidency she's giving her speech and now they're like well what the fuck do we do now now that we've won and alex is like do you still have my key on you yeah and so they bike to or they fly probably to texas because i don't think they're in texas I'm pretty sure they're in the white house um yeah. They bike, because in the book, I'm pretty sure they had the rally in Texas. 
and that's where the it mm-hmm. was it was all gonna be like they came out like to, oh, a, that make sense. to a stage of texas and stuff like that but in this they flew i guess to texas and biked there which was nice they say we won they open the door they have a little bickering as well because they're they're alex and henry of course they will and of course obviously he opens the door which i really like that we didn't see inside or the the scenes didn't continue inside because in the book if i go to the ah last page um that's not the last page oh yeah uh the last line of the book is under winter clouds victorious he unlocks the door so it ends just the way the book ended of him unlocking the door and walking inside oh that's nice so i really like the way they did that so I really liked the movie. That was the red. That was the movie, Red, White, and Royal Blue. You guys should go check it out if you haven't. Yes, that was nice. It was very nice. It was great. Great movie. Great book. Um, I did point out the key differences between the the book and the movie that I didn't like, but I yeah. enjoyed it nonetheless for what it was. Like if I just looked at it as just a movie, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, as looking at this from just a movie, I did really enjoy it. Yeah. So that that tracks. I think it's a very yeah. good movie. It was nice. It was very good. So, if you guys haven't seen Red, White, and Royal Blue, which is odd if you've listened to this entire thing, not knowing what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, I was gonna say that. You may have. You may just be a fan of us, in which case, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, odd, but okay. Uh, <laughs> you, I mean, you should watch it now. Yeah, go check it out. It's on. Oh, yeah, it's no. on Prime. Yeah, that was Red, White, and Royal Blue. Yay! Our recap. I don't know when this is going out. I don't know when I'm going to edit this, I'll be honest. That's it all right. could be a while. That's all right. <laughs> I had the whole fucking reaction out of it first, and that's going to take who knows how long. Yeah, so, exactly. This will go up whenever, and we will see you all whenever yep. you watch other things. I guess. <laughs> see you guys then. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>